There was great guilt. Like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew, I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems. It actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. uh, Because the green chili is the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. KSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Fox Sports trending now. Check a week 10 in the NFL on Sunday night. The Patriots roll over the Broncos in Denver 41 to 16. New England 7 and 2 on the year. They've won five in a row. In late action, it was the Falcons over the Cowboys 27 to 7. The Rams beat the Texans 33 7. LA 7 and 2. They've won four straight. 49ers get their first win, beating the Giants 31 to 21. In early action, it was the Saints over the Bills 47 to 10. New Orleans has won seven in a row. They're 7 and 2 on the year. Steelers get a last second field goal to edge the Colts 20 to 17. Pittsburgh 7 and 2. They've won four in a row. The Vikings down the Redskins on the road 38-30. Minnesota 7-2 with their fifth straight win. Overtime for the Jaguars to edge the Chargers 20-17. Titans beat the Bengals 24-20. Tennessee's won four in a row. They're tied with Jacksonville for the AFC South lead. Packers beat the Bears 23-16. Lions over the Browns 38-24. Cleveland's 0-9. Buccaneers beat the Jets 15-10. I'm Eddie Garcia. We are Everyone is listening. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Get in and get hurt. I'm all over the place. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis and at Outkick, Facebook.com slash Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Never stops rolling. By the way, if you go with multiple emoticons, I will end you. 
It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Only thing that's on my mind is Here's Clay Travis. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote as well. Duralast batteries designed to stand up to even the most extreme weather conditions. They're built with pads of technology to reduce damage due to vibration and deliver the most power during startup. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Beatdown. Last night, Patriots back to being the Patriots. They are now 7-2. and two. If you turn that game off, we did not pay attention as you're waking up across the uh, country. Thought I would hit the playoff picture for you right now in the NFL and then talk about the more interesting storyline, which is college football. I start off the show this morning, if you weren't awake, talking about the fact that, to me, college football is an infinitely better product than the NFL. I spent all day Saturday watching college football games. Then Sunday I went to an NFL game. Granted, it was the Bengals-Titans. But I think Bengals-Titans is kind of reflective of what the average NFL game is like. And look, this game was exhilarating in terms of the way it finished. But there was long stretches of awfulness during the middle of it before the Bengals hit a 71-yard touchdown pass with A.J. Green and the Titans followed it up with a touchdown, stretching the ball out over the goal line by DeMarco Murray with just a few seconds left in the game. It was a big win for the Titans. I'm not sure how good they are, but the Titans are 6-3, and three, and Thursday night they'll now play against the number one seed in the NFL on the road in Pittsburgh, the Steelers. So Thursday night football, pretty good game. But right now, if the season were ending today, this is what the playoff picture would look like. Pittsburgh Steelers 7-2, and two, New England Patriots 7-2. and two. They would be your overall bye week teams, the two best teams in the AFC. Kansas City would be your three seed. They're one and, uh, sorry, they're six and three, but they are one and three in their last four games. They were on a bye this week. We'll see what they look like as they come out of that bye. The Titans, as I said, I don't know how good they are, but they're six and three. Jacksonville, they're good everywhere but the quarterback position. Blake Bortles tried to give away that game against the uh, Chargers this past uh, yesterday. They went into overtime. The Jacksonville found a way to win. Uh, Buffalo, five and four. Anybody out there still believe in Tyrod Taylor or the Bills? When they were 5-2, and two, I said I didn't believe in them. They got blown out by the Jets, and then they got absolutely obliterated by the Saints at home this past weekend. They are still in the sixth spot. Miami Dolphins play tonight. They are 4-4. Four and four. If they win, I'm not sure who would have the tie break, but they are still in the mix to potentially make the playoffs as well. Every other team in the AFC, the other nine teams in the AFC, all have losing records right now. What about the NFC? The Eagles had a bye week, but they're eight and one, best record in the NFL. The Vikings uh, are looking pretty good behind Case Keenum, seven and two. Maybe I should believe in them. The Saints are seven and two as well. The Rams seven and two. Three really good seven and two teams uh, in the two, the three, and the four spots in the NFC playoffs. If the season ended today, then the wild card teams would be the Seattle Seahawks and the Carolina Panthers. Meanwhile, the Falcons, the Lions, Green Bay, and Dallas all contending there for the final wild card spot at five and four. So lots to discuss about the NFL. We've been talking about it all show long. What in the world has happened to the Cowboys? They lose their left tackle. They can't block at all. And guess what? We'll see whether or not Dak Prescott can carry this team without Ezekiel Elliott to rely on five more games for the Cowboys without Zeke. And it's hard for me to believe that they're going to be very good in those five games. Meanwhile, Jerry Jones versus the NFL. The feud continues there, which is probably more entertaining, frankly, than any of the games were on Sunday. And uh, we'll see whether or not the Falcons can make a run, as well as the Lions in Green Bay, 
in the NFC North or if Minnesota is going to run away with that division. So lots of storylines there in the NFL. We'll continue to unpack them all weekend. We'll spend a decent amount of time, I would imagine, talking about Monday Night Football, the Dolphins going up against the Panthers in that game tonight. The Panthers are nearly a double-digit favorite, nine-point favorite, according to Las Vegas. But to me, much more interesting and entertaining storyline is college football and the NFL than the NFL. And in college football right now, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't really understand the landscape of college football. There are eight teams alive right now to win the title. Eight teams can still win the college football title. Eight teams can still make the playoffs. Who are those teams? And what has to happen in order for them to make the playoffs? Uh, we've got eight teams alive for the title from four different conferences. So if you are a Pac-12 fan, I'm sorry. Your playoff dreams died on Friday night when Stanford beat Washington. Whoever the Pac-12 champ is, and it looks like it's going to be USC playing somebody. We don't know exactly who's going to emerge from the Pac-12 North. But whoever that champ is really has no chance to play for the title. So the entire West Coast has already been eliminated from the college football playoff. There are four conferences that still have teams alive. Let's start with the SEC. The SEC even with that tremendous win by Auburn. And what's funny is Gus Malzahn is like on the hot seat coming into this game, and then Auburn comes out and wins by such a huge margin that I think a lot of people who watch that game between between Georgia and Auburn are now saying, man, by the end of this year, Auburn might be the best team in college football. And I said this early in the season. I said if you pay attention to what Gus Malzahn does with that offense, in 2010 – the offense by the end of the year was totally different than the offense at the beginning of the year. Gus Malzahn's offenses get better every week, all season long, if things are going in the right direction. Same thing happened with Nick Marshall in 2013. Auburn almost won the title. Telling you right now, Auburn is getting better every weekend. And I'm, if I'm an Alabama fan, very nervous about whether we can go into Auburn and win that game. Why does that matter? Well, because if Alabama doesn't beat Auburn, they don't win the SEC West and they don't get to play for the championship. Now, maybe 11-1 and Alabama could still be in the mix to make the playoff. I think they would be. But Auburn would be pulling one of the greatest runs of all time because they would beat number one, Georgia, have effectively a bye week to play against, who are they playing, like Louisiana Monroe, somebody not very good. And then they play Alabama, who's now the new number one team in the country. And then they would play Georgia again, who's now a top five team. And if Auburn went 11 and two, they would make the playoff. So Auburn's playoff dreams are still alive. Georgia basically gets a mulligan here. They got their ass kicked. No two ways about it. They were not ready for what Auburn put on them, but they go back home. They should beat Kentucky. Then they should beat Georgia Tech and they will roll into the SEC title game 11 and one. If that happens, and they win the SEC championship, they'll be in the playoff. So if you're Kirby Smart and you're Georgia, you go back, you lick your wounds, you say, man, we got our ass kicked, but that game really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. We still have to win the SEC championship in order to make the playoff, and now we know exactly what we need to do. we got to win the final three games of the season. We'll be in the playoff. Meanwhile, Alabama, they did what the Tide do. They found a way to win even when they didn't play perfectly. This is an incredible stat for you. Alabama has not lost a game by double digits in the regular season since 2010. 
It's an unbelievable stat, guys. Alabama has been number one at some point in time in every year, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Ten straight years that Alabama at some point in time has been number one in the country. That's an unbelievable run, the likes of which we will probably never see again. Again, ten straight seasons. And since 2010, in the regular season, only one team has beaten Alabama by more than a touchdown. Nick Saban is on an entirely different level as a head coach than anybody else in college football. Think about that. Urban Meyer, in the last 11 games, has lost three times by double digits. Lost by 31 to Clemson in the playoff last year. Lost by 15 to Oklahoma at home in the shoe this year. And then just lost by 31 against Iowa a couple of weeks ago. Nick Saban hasn't lost by double digits, hasn't lost by more than a touchdown in a game in the regular season since 2010. So Alabama potentially, obviously, still in the mix there. So there's three SEC teams still alive to make the playoff. Bama, Georgia, and Auburn. It's possible the SEC can still get two as well. We'll see what happens there. In terms of the Big 12, it's Oklahoma or bust. Here's the deal. I am not a fan of conference title games. Why? Because most of the time, I think they're unnecessary. We play the regular season of college football to figure out who the champ is. I don't need two arbitrary teams to suddenly play in a quote-unquote title game to tell me who the champ is. If Oklahoma beats Kansas and if they beat uh, West Virginia to finish this season, they are the champs. There's no doubt. They are undisputed the champs of the Big 12. Yet they're probably going to have to play TCU again, a team they just beat the crap out of on Saturday. Why? Because the Big 12 made the misguided decision that they needed a conference title game to be able to advance the team to the playoff. They were wrong. It was a bad decision. But Oklahoma is still in the mix for the Big 12. They are the only team right now still in the mix. And if they go 12-1, and they're definitely going to be in the playoff. How about the ACC? Miami. i got to give it up to the U. I haven't believed in them. I was wrong. The U was right. Throw up the sign. It's time for the U to be back. I love Mark Rick. Of all the coaches right now, I would love Mark Rick to win a national championship. I really would. I think he's a great dude. I think he's put in his time. He's been close a bunch of years. Can you imagine anything more Georgia than them firing Mark Rick and him winning a championship at Miami two years later? Meanwhile, Georgia still can't get it done. I like to say that Georgia is the ultimate almost team. The, the, the phrase Georgia-ing I've made uh, popular. Like when you think everything is going perfect, then you find suddenly a way to choke and lose even though you should win. That's Georgia-ing it. You can make it happen in your own life. You think you're about to take home that girl from the bar, and next thing you know, your drunk roommate, says something inappropriate to one of her friends, and she bails. Your buddy Georgia did it at the bar. If you are uh, driving and you uh, look down to check a text message, and as a result you rear in the car in front of you, you just Georgia it. You're on your way out. Everything's going great. You happen to look down for a minute at your phone. You rear in the car in front of you. Boom, you just Georgia it. You can make it happen in your own life. Georgiaing is a thing. Be the ultimate Georgia move possible if Mark Rick, the coach they fired for not being able to win a national championship, takes over the job at Miami 
and goes and wins a national championship there. It would be the ultimate Georgia move if Georgia played Miami for the national championship and Mark Rick beat Kirby Smart. Because then, <laughs> I mean, really, if you follow Georgia football at all, that would be the ultimate Georgia football story possible. They right there on the precipice, you think, man, we're going to win this championship. We got this in the bag. And then they lose to the coach they fired because he couldn't win a championship. That is the ultimate Georgia move. Uh, so Georgia uh, is, is in the mix in the SEC, but so is their former coach, Mark Richt, at Miami. Unbelievable run. They should beat Virginia and they should beat win at Pittsburgh to be 11 and 0 playing against probably 12 and 11 and 1 Clemson. And that'll be effectively a playoff game between Miami and Clemson assuming Clemson can get past South Carolina. Will Muschamp is having a really good year at South Carolina. That's a rivalry game if you're not familiar with the state of South Carolina. It's an amazing game. Huge passion, a lot of disdain, a lot of hate there. Clemson going on the road against South Carolina. It's a cliche, but throw out the record book, even though this year, in year two, Will Muschamp's team, seven and three overall, should be eight and three and have a pretty good shot to win that game. And then finally in the Big Ten, we've got Wisconsin, who is 10 and 0 and finally plays a decent team with Jim Harbaugh and Michigan rolling into, uh, the game there at Camp Randall. And Ohio State is on the very periphery here. How would Ohio State get in, even though they lost by 31 to Iowa and 15 to Oklahoma? They potentially could get in at 11 and 2 if Alabama wins out and goes 13 and 0. If in the Big 12, if Oklahoma wins out and goes 12 and 1, and in the ACC, if Miami wins out and goes 12 and 0, then theoretically, Ohio State could be the best of the two lost teams available if they beat Wisconsin to win the Big Ten title. Still a lot to play for, but those are the eight teams that can make the playoff if everything goes perfectly their way. All right, Casey Smith is going to join us next from Boston to discuss both her Aggies. Is Kevin Sumlin on his way out or not? Can he win out? Can he beat Ole Miss? And can he beat LSU to save his job at 8-4? and four? Or is Kevin Sumlin going to be out? Plus, she's up there in Boston where the Patriots seem to have reclaimed their mojo. They're now 7-2, and two, would be the overall number two seed in the AFC if the season ended tomorrow, what's the vibe in Boston with the Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and co? And also, what in the world is up with that liar, Martellus Bennett, being suddenly able to play for the Patriots, despite the fact that he said he was unable to play for the Packers? Two poll questions up there for you. I'll update you on the results. You can go find me on Twitter, at Clay Travis. You can vote, will John Gruden be the next coach at the University of Tennessee as well? Which Bennett brother is the bigger liar, Michael, who lied about the Las Vegas police racially profiling him, or Martellus, who lied about being unable to play and then miraculously got healthy just in time to play for the Patriots on Sunday night on the road in Denver. We'll discuss all that and more up next on OutKick, the coverage. This just in with all the news that's been going down. And people are going to be like, whoa. You can expect us to be all over it. This Ezekiel Elliott case is a total joke. Richard Sherman out for the season. I don't like Thursday Night Football. You want to give back some of your money? Your news is covered here on Fox Sports Radio. When your car's check engine light turns on, it's like an interference call. Interferes with your rhythm, your day your comings and goings, and you better find out what caused it to keep going. 
So if your check engine light comes on, head to AutoZone. Their fix finder tool can check it on the spot for free. It could be something serious or something simple, like a loose gas cap. You'll even get a MyZone health report that can help diagnose the problem. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing more than just a rate. Does calling the company with 11 J.D. Power Awards for client service matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative technology, matter? If working with America's number one online lender matters to you, call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Life doesn't stop for car trouble, work, school, dentist appointments, the workout you wouldn't mind skipping. Our cars connect us to our lives, so wouldn't it be reassuring to know that our cars are up to the job? Enter Hum by Verizon, the technology that connects you to your car. Now you can check your car's health from your phone with vehicle diagnostics. Get advice on the go with a certified mechanics hotline. And if Hum detects a collision, it can send help automatically with 24-7 emergency assistance. Get Hum and get where you're going. Learn more at Hum.com. Liberty Mutual presents worry-free music moments. Switching to Liberty Mutual could save you $782 on the perfect home and auto insurance for your needs, so you can feel good about the family budget and the massage you're about to treat yourself to. This is awesome. Get a quote at LibertyMutual.com. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide survey of new customers, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Four million miles of open American roads. Now that's the gift that keeps on giving. Keep your car running newer, longer at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Get $100 off with a purchase of $500 or more. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Offer valid November 16th through 19th. Eligible tires only. Additional fees may apply where lawful. Subject to restrictions. See store or drive a Firestone.com for full details. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. 
Altitude 950 is the home of the Nuggets. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nuggets star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. Jokic is a guy where it's, it's a huge disadvantage when he's that far out at the three-point. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Watching a Nuggets play, the first pass will be a great pass. The next guy is not ready. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Before you get the ball, you should know if you're going to shoot or drive the ball before it even comes to you. Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. Be able to take this away from the team. Because it's obvious they can't be trusted. To have someone monitored on the sideline by a team doctor. Yeah, you're good. Go back in. Okay, great. We know that's how it works. This is Russell Bleep and Wilson. You know, if he goes off after one play, comes back, it's like, wait, you were checked out? That happened? I mean, this is the NFL. This is an NFL fail. You're listening to Jason Smith. Don't overthink it. Weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all remember this? You want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. Peep these numbers, nerd. With a combined 160 years of NFL experience with 12 Super Bowls and 39 Pro Bowls, your weekends are full of football knowledge. We all play for one name. What's that name? Fox Sports Radio. one on your television. Go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Quick way you could save money, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance as well. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, and on average, save over three grand off MSRP. Whether you're looking for a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Joined now by Casey Smith. She's in Boston. She covers the Patriots, the Celtics, and every other team that wins all the time in the city of Boston. And Casey is the swagger back in Boston over the Patriots after a really kind of nerve-wracking start to the season where it seemed like maybe the Patriots weren't going to be as good as we anticipated. Guess what? They're 7-2, and two and they're back to dominating people in primetime games. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Whenever they lost that first game against the Chiefs that everybody said, oh, it's okay, you know, they might not be as good as people thought they were, because again, we were talking about 19-0 during the summer. I wasn't, so I think anytime you talk about going 19-0 in the NFL, it's just ridiculous. But after that loss, it was just, you know, in Bill Belichick, the fans trust, in Tom Brady, they trust. And once I think people saw that Tom Brady didn't fall off the proverbial cliff like everybody thought he would at 40, Clay, I think that's when people are like, okay, look, this team's going to be okay. They get better throughout the season every single year. And that's exactly what you're seeing, is that they're you know, projecting up, you're seeing, even with all the injuries that they had, um, that they're going to figure it out. And then the rest of the league is just still trying to figure out how do you stop Tom Brady and the Patriots. And I think the kind of the feeling around here is that this team, uh, while it's not been perfect looking, that they're still maybe the best team in the NFL, if not definitely the top three. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating to see how quickly things have, have turned around. Right now they're the number two seed overall, and the Steelers honestly haven't looked that great all the time. They play to the level of competition that they perform against. Meanwhile, the Celtics also, we don't hardly talk about the NBA regular season until the playoffs start, 
but 12 in a row. How in the city of Boston does the Celtics winning 12 in a row compare to the Patriots winning what? Have they won five in a row, six in a row, whatever the Patriots have won? Yeah, they're five in a row right now, I believe. But the, the thing about the Celtics that's so crazy is that nobody thought that this was going to happen once Gordon Hayward got hurt. And you look at NBA opening night and that just horrific injury, and you're like, well, you know, they got Kyrie Irving, and that's great, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But this team, they continue to win. They've even won two games now without Kyrie Irving. So it's kind of bizarre. It's like you were watching some of these guys play. Like, who are they? They didn't even play in the league last year. So when people are watching the Celtics right now, it's just kind of – Head scratching, like how they can continue to do this in 12 in a row. Even the NBA is not, you know, it's not normal. It's just kind of like, what, who is this team? And then, of course, what Cleveland's doing in comparison and how salty LeBron James continues to be. That's the big storyline right now. And people are actually wondering, is this the best team in the East, even without the best player in the East? So people are definitely paying attention. But at the end of the day, the Patriots take the cake, no question, because they're the Patriots, and they've got Tom Brady. So, uh, but it's definitely a, a fun storyline to follow, no doubt. So, you are a Cowboys fan. You grew up in the state of Texas, even though you now make a living uh, talking about the Patriots and the Celtics up in the Northeast. What's up with the Cowboys? I mean, they didn't even seem to show up against the Falcons. Your boy Jerry Jones is potentially going <laughs> to sue the entire NFL, and now there's rumors that NFL t- teams uh, and owners may throw back a h- high heat at him and actually threaten and force potentially him to sell the team for bringing in all the dirty laundry associated with the NFL. They think that maybe he's the motivating factor behind Papa John from Papa John's Pizza deciding (laughs) to blame the NFL for the declining pizza sales at his business. Uh, What do you see out there around the Cowboys? It's like the drama that surrounds the Cowboys is unlike the drama that surrounds any other NFL team. It's extraordinary. I think Jerry Jones, a little bit like Donald Trump, thrives on dramatic situations and drama. He doesn't need there to be clean cleanliness around him, everything else. Are the Cowboys done, or do you still think they're a playoff team? I think they could still be a playoff team, but you're absolutely right. It's a clown show right now, and it's so hard for me to root for the Cowboys sometimes because – like, it's like what my mom used to tell me when I was younger. Like, I love you, but I just don't like you right now. <laughs> she used to tell me all the time. And that's the way that I feel about the Dallas Cowboys. Because, look, I mean, I, I love Dak Prescott. I think he's incredible. I loved covering him when I covered the SEC at Mississippi State. I cannot stand Jerry Jones half the time because of the stuff that he does. And it's just hard to watch because it's like, you know, the entire thing right now surrounding the Cowboys is much more entertaining and much more easy for people to hate than what they're actually doing on the field. And then without Ezekiel Elliott, I think it's going to be difficult for this team to win. I think Dak Prescott's an incredible quarterback, but we don't know what this team's going to look like uh, without that running game. So I don't know. It'll be interesting, but it's really hard to like this team right now. And what Jerry Jones is doing and this kind of whole power struggle, like he can sit back and say that it's about domestic violence and he doesn't believe um, that Zeke is guilty and whatever. This is all about the fact that it's a billionaire getting mad. This is what happens when billionaires want to get pissed off is that, I want to show that I'm more powerful than anybody else, and it might be the end of you know, the demise of Jerry Jones. I don't know. I doubt that. But at the same time, like, what are we doing here? This is just absolutely ridiculous. And it wouldn't shock me if the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs this year, and then everybody can just, you know, continue to make fun of them. And just like the rest of my life since the 90s, it's not been easy to be a Cowboys fan. Um, what do you think where, – where do you think Ezekiel Elliott is? Like the rumor is that Ezekiel Elliott has left the country and that he doesn't want to be tracked down during this six-week suspension. <laughs> Where do you think he has gone? I don't, that's a really good question. I mean, I would probably do the same thing. Here's, 
the question about Ezekiel Elliott is, it's like, it's not just like this one thing that he's done. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's a surprise to everybody. Like he has a track record of being a partier of doing not very smart things. Obviously those things are different than domestic violence, but if I'm Zeke, I just don't want to be seen at all. Cause every single thing you do is going to be scrutinized. I'd probably be on a beach somewhere. That's probably but, where I would be. But then again, you never know. Like, could he, I don't know this. You're a lawyer. You can help me. Could he technically be playing again or is this, Six-game suspension, like 100% now. I think that, and I, look, this thing has even confused me because there's been so many different stories. I mean, we got like six different rulings in the space of like six weeks. I can't even keep track of all of it. I think that the next hearing he has wouldn't happen until after the fourth game that he served of his suspension, if I'm not mistaken. So the absolute earliest he could be back is maybe a game earlier than he anticipates. And so, but I, if I were betting right now, I would say he's going to have to serve the whole six game suspension. And even if he got back in, he would still have that kind of floating suspension. So I think at this point in time, it's probably better for him just to go ahead and serve the entire six games. Uh, cause you know, he's going to miss multiple games regardless. And the thing is, he's saying like, I'm vanishing and I don't want to be, I'm out of the country. I don't want to get any attention. You know, somebody's going to see him and put it on Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter. Because you can't really hide anymore if you're Ezekiel Elliott. Like, I don't even know. Maybe Asia. Maybe in Asia people <laughs> wouldn't recognize who he was. But I still feel like there are Cowboy fans everywhere. There's Ohio State Buckeye fans, NFL fans everywhere. It would be hard for a guy like him to vanish unless, you know, like he dyes his hair and shaves his head and, like, totally tries to go incognito. I mean, he's got a beard. He's a fairly noticeable guy. I would think somebody would notice him pretty much anywhere in the country, right? I mean, Certainly yeah. Well, anywhere yeah. in the world, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you, you remember Johnny Manziel went incognito to Vegas and somebody recognized him and he's nowhere near as recognizable as Ezekiel Elliott. So I would like to believe that maybe Ezekiel Elliott is sitting at a blackjack table somewhere wearing a wig and a mustache like Johnny did just for entertainment's sake. But at the same time, I mean, if he, if he absolutely has to serve that suspension, he's vanished somewhere because if I was him and I knew that I could potentially play the next week, Maybe I would, you know, just be low-key somewhere in Dallas. But, I mean, at this point, if you've got a month that you know you're not going to play, maybe go to, like, a an island somewhere, bring some of your, your model girlfriends. I don't know. I don't know what they do if you have all the money in the world, but that's probably what I would do. All right, so GQ has just announced they've got four men of the year, persons of the year. Does that include – is this just men? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm being an idiot here because I actually don't know. The people of the year here, uh, there are four of them. I want you to react to this, Casey. This is live breaking news. Stephen Colbert. I think everybody knows Stephen Colbert. Uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, I think most people know Kevin Durant. I'm, I, maybe I'm an idiot here. I have no idea who this is, and maybe this is just me getting old. I thought this was a girl. Gal Gadot, I thought that was the person who played Superwoman. Who is Gal Gadot? Do you know who that is? Or Gal, I think it's Gal Gadot. I have no idea who that is either. It's Maybe Wonder I'm Woman? Old. It's Wonder Woman, I'm told. So the GQ, so can you make a GQ person of the year? I thought GQ's person of the year would have to be, okay, so Wonder Woman. That's a woman. Okay, so I, I was correct there. I wasn't sure. And then the fourth, Casey, is Colin Kaepernick, which is really the reason they're doing this. They've never had a person of the year before at GQ, and now they decide to do it, and they've got Colin Kaepernick on the cover. Colin Kaepernick is this year's person of the year? Yes, according to GQ. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Join the club. Yeah, no, I guess, well, first of all, having a woman as a GQ person of the year would be like putting a man on the Sports Illustrated body body issue or like the bikini issue. I don't understand that one either. But I guess the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick right now is that 
you know, what he was trying to do, and everybody has their different opinions on how he did it with the methodology, like what he says he was trying to do, I guess people still can get behind because he believes, you know, that he had the right to protest the flag because of what he was protesting. I just don't understand how he could be the person of the year this year. Like he's trying to sue the NFL for collusion and is probably not going to win that. That just, this doesn't make sense to me. He is evidently, according to uh, the reports, he has been photographed by a famous photographer in Harlem intending to evoke the spirit of Muhammad Ali's anti-Vietnam War protest in the neighborhood during the late 1960s. I mean, I'm going to tee off on this tomorrow. I'm not even going to dive into this today. Just Okay, everybody out there listening right now, appointment radio tomorrow, me destroying GQ magazine. But to their credit, this is they got people talking about him. They probably haven't had people talk about GQ uh, before in the, like since the 1980s, and suddenly people are talking about him again. All right, uh, Casey, back to the world of sports uh, for people who are actually on the field. Do you think that A&M can beat Ole Miss and beat LSU? Question one. Question two, if they do, does Kevin Sumlin keep his job? I think they can beat Ole Miss, yes. I don't think that they can beat LSU because for whatever reason, they cannot find the formula to beat LSU and they're actually playing pretty good football despite what happened earlier in the season, but I think they'd have to win both for him to keep his job, honestly. And what we saw, and I know you're probably celebrating very heavily now that Butch oh, Jones is fired. I can only imagine, <laughs> can only imagine how fun the Travis household was. I think that that's going to be the same thing that's going to happen. And if they win both games, you know, maybe win a bowl game and potentially, I just think everybody's kind of getting sick and tired of this, you know, late season skid that he's been doing. And the, I mean, the Auburn game, like Auburn's a really good football team. You could make the argument that Auburn might, you know, be the best team in the SEC right now. That it was just still such an ugly game. And it's just same story, different year. So maybe if he wins both, but I think if he loses, uh, to either one, I think he's done. Who would get the job at A&M? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. You know, a lot of people were talking about Jimbo Fisher, but I think Jimbo Fisher's buyout is way too big. The thing about A&M is... Hey, okay, just- Casey, you're from Texas. There's no such thing as way too big, right? I mean, it's A&M true. has so much oil money. Oil prices are going back up. I saw they're about to pass $60 a barrel. This is a place that, that spent, you know, like $100 million on some luxury suites. Like, I, I do feel comfortable saying A&M is one of the few places out there where you can literally say money is no object. So yes, I, the Jimbo thing true. is actually kind of intriguing because he's flirted for a while. He flirted with LSU, and it didn't end up happening. This year has been awful for him in uh, Tallahassee. He had a nasty divorce from his wife. There's been some speculation that he might be interested in going somewhere else. That was why LSU thought they could get him. So that's an intriguing possibility if uh, if potentially he could be interested in that job at, uh, at A&M. Yeah, I guess you're right. When it comes to money at A&M, I mean, they built a $500 or $500 million stadium and didn't take any money from the state. So I don't know why I automatically thought that would be too big. But here's the thing. A&M is going to want to find somebody that's a big name because when they got Kevin Sumlin, when he was at Houston, you know, he was the up and coming coach, but he hadn't won anything in a power five conference. So they're not going to want to do that again. If I'm making the decision, you want to go out and get a big name guy who you have all the facilities, you have all the money in the world, you have all the recruits. You just need somebody to come in and win. Because that's the thing is, like, A&M has everything in place. They just can't win anything. So I would think they would want to go out and get a big-name hire who's proven himself. And maybe it is Jimbo Fisher. I don't know. But I don't think that they're going to try the experiment again of going to find somebody outside of the Power Five. I really think that they're going to want to make a big splash and and hopefully can start winning because it's kind of embarrassing. They have everything in the world and just can't win anything. Here's the interesting question. 
Would there be another SEC school that would look at Kevin Sumlin and be interested potentially in hiring him? Because I like Sumlin. I think obviously things have not worked for him at A&M like he would anticipate. But if you're, let's say, Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is out there about to start probation, uh, they've got issues. Like I think Kevin Sumlin, or Charlie Strong for that matter, or Mike Leach, I think all three of those guys would be intriguing hires for a school like Ole Miss, which has a lot of money to, to, to spend. You know Kevin Sumlin pretty well, too. Like he's an affable, likable guy who plays a really exciting brand of football. And he recruited really well. Things just didn't pan out defensively. He could never really get things figured out. Like this is a guy who could get another big job, right? It's not like he's bombing in a way like let's say Butch Jones is, where Butch Jones is done and I don't think anybody will touch him at a major job for years to come. Like Kevin Sumlin, I think still has some viability at other decent sized jobs. Yeah, I agree. And look, A&M hasn't just absolutely been terrible. Now, they're not good in the SEC West, but then again, it is the SEC West. But one of the reasons I've defended Coach Sumlin throughout the last couple of years is because the grass isn't always greener, and he's still winning eight or nine games. Now, I understand that that's not good enough when you're putting hundreds of millions of dollars into your football program, but he's a, a good coach that can absolutely recruit the hell out of any program. So I think that if you're looking at him and you're like, okay, you know, we don't have everything A&M has, but we do have a lot to offer. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't give Coach someone a job. And I, I you know, you like you said, he's a likable guy. He's got that swagger, for lack of better words. I don't think he's done by any means. It is, it's the anti Butch Jones. I think that he's going to go land somebody probably pretty quickly. But I just don't think A and M has been the best fit. But at the end of the day, even if they keep him, I wouldn't be upset. I think he's a really good coach. And just they're, maybe they need to change defensive coordinator, which is crazy because I think John Chavis is one of the best in the game. But it just doesn't make sense why they haven't had success. So I, I don't have that answer. I could definitely see him landing somewhere pretty pretty quickly and not a small school either. I mean, Ole Miss would be incredible. He'd, he'd probably love the revenge factor of that alone. Yeah, and look, I mean, there's an example right now in the SEC where Will Muschamp went, won 11 games at Florida, ends up getting fired because things just don't work out for him. He's now at South Carolina, and in year two at South Carolina, he's going to win eight or nine games. There's going to be a really successful regular season for South Carolina. He just went five and three in the SEC and finished it off with a win over his old school in Florida, which had to be pretty satisfying to him. Uh, all right, last question for you, Casey. Am we got two questions for you. These are the poll questions that are up today where people are voting. Uh, how much of a story has Martellus Bennett been in Boston over his leaving, saying that he's not healthy, and then suddenly he ends up and he's able to play for the Patriots last night? Has that been a major discussion point for you guys? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, A&M, uh, Martellus was at A&M when I was there, so we've been talking about a lot because he's just always been this way. Like, he's always just kind of been a head case but a really good football player. Right now the thing is here is if they can go back to the tight end, two tight end system here, that people don't care why he or how he got back to New England. They're just happy that he's here. The thing is, is like he obviously lied about something in Green Bay. And if you look at it, you're like, okay, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. He doesn't want to get hurt. So he just says he's going to get season ending in, or season ending surgery. Oh, but wait, you're going to be playing with Tom Brady and the greatest of all time. Oh, I guess I don't need that surgery. So it's been a big conversation, but you know, New England fans just don't care because of how good he was last year. So I think people are just kind of turning a blind eye to the whole situation in Green Bay. All right, and um, last uh, last question for you. Do you believe that I am crazy for believing that John Gruden may be the next coach of Tennessee? No, I don't think you're crazy. I think it's a little – it's probably not going to happen, but I don't think you're crazy. Well, I appreciate I think that'd be, that. would be awesome. I mean, nothing you say to me is crazy, Clay, because I'm just used to hearing you say outlandish things. So There you go. So it's just, not that I'm not crazy. It's just that you've heard me say so many more crazy things that this doesn't even register for you. 
Yeah, so as long as you don't say boobs and offend the whole country, I think <laughs> it'll be just fine today. <laughs> All right. Thanks for getting up early with us, Casey. We'll talk to you next week. No problem, Clay. That's Casey Smith. Go follow her on Twitter, K-A-Y-C-E Smith. Uh, we will go to break. we got some great voicemails for you. I'll also get my guy Eddie Garcia to come in and give you an update on all the world of sports at the top of the final segment. Also, you're going to want to love and lo- you're going to love these voicemail messages that you guys left for OutKick over the weekend. We'll get to all those next here on OutKick, the coverage. It's the NFL separating the contenders from the also Rams. Hello, Cleveland. Meet the 49ers. How about them Cowboys? Uh, I mean the Eagles. Or those Rams. Touchdown, LA! That's right. We're ramming it down your gullet. The NFL is covered here on Fox Sports Radio. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask Home Advisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Let's see here. Fire protection? Check. Uniforms, mats, and restroom products? Check. First aid cabinets and safety products? Check. Great. So it sounds like we're ready to go. Uh, no. When I said check, I meant we still need to check on all those things. Just call Cintas. They can handle all of it. It's what they do. Okay. Call Cintas. Check. I mean, got it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. Only Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards. No other lender comes close to that level of client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives our clients a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online in minutes. No one else has anything like it. And our people. Each one of our 17,000-plus team members throughout Detroit, Cleveland, and Phoenix provides absolute client satisfaction each and every day. So why would you go anywhere else to get your mortgage? Go to America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win on the road against the Portland Trailblazers. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 7 with tip-off at 8. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. Don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your television home for the Denver Nuggets. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. 
There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic 3 Series starting at $299 a month to the attention-commanding X6, there are more models than ever featuring X-Drive all-wheel drive tech Technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour. Altitude 950. Got the new app rolled out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful, completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcasts of the shows, anything you may have missed. Stream our show, find podcasts, and listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes store, your Android, Google Play, the Altitude 950 app. For the record, let me just lay it out. This is Fox Sports Radio. College football on Fox. Every game is everything. This Saturday, the Michigan Wolverines take on the Wisconsin Badger. Pass near side, gets by his man. He's going to take it into the end zone. Michigan versus Wisconsin. Saturday on Fox. Give me a second, I, I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, she's waiting for me just across the bar. My seat's been taken by some sunglasses, asking about a scar. And I know I gave it to you. Great song to bring us back in on the Monday edition. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We've got some great voicemails for you sent in to OutKick uh, over the weekend. But first, let's bring in Eddie Garcia, find out what's trending in the world of sports. All right, Clay, week 10 in the NFL, checking some of the key games. Sunday night, the Patriots beat the Broncos 41-16. to New England's now 7-2 and on the year. They've won five in a row. Tom Brady had three TD passes to three different receivers in the win. In late action, it was the Rams rolling over the Texans 33-7. L.A. 7-2. They've won four in a row. Jared Goff, three touchdown passes in the win for the Rams. In early action, the Saints won their seventh in a row. They're 7-2. They beat the Bills in Buffalo easily, 47-10. Mark Ingram, three rushing touchdowns for New Orleans. Steelers get a last-second field goal to edge the Colts on the road, 20-17. to 
Pittsburgh seven and two. They've won four in a row. And the Vikings are seven and two. They've won five straight after beating the Redskins on the road thirty-eight to thirty. This report brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Clay, after a wild college football Saturday, we're of course waiting to see what the new playoff rankings will look like. For what it's worth, the AP top twenty-five is Alabama one, Miami at number two, Oklahoma three, Clemson four, Wisconsin five, and Auburn at number six. Good deal. There is the updated poll. We'll find out what happens on the college football playoff tonight, although I've broken down the eight teams that can still make the playoff for you during out the course of the show. Go download it on podcast. Search out the term OutKick, and you'll be able to download this show as millions of you are doing already. Okay. Jason Martin has collated all your best voicemails. These are them from all different sorts of fan bases, I believe, that were upset over the weekend. Here's the OutKick voicemail. Celebrating this glorious Auburn victory. Yeah, Georgia. Number one team in the nation, my They went in there, all this, all this great rushing attack and this great defense. They didn't belong on the same field on us. What a joke that was. And you, Kirby Smart. And you, everybody else bitching for passing at the end and everything. War Eagle, bitch. Bama's next and they're going to get the just like Georgia got this week. Then we'll give Georgia the again in Atlanta, and then we're going to Atlanta again for the national championship, where we'll give more evil bitch. Clay Travis, I am sick of hearing you whine about your glorified first grade gym coach and Butch Jones. All you do is cry about, uh, we need a new coach. Try being a Nebraska fan. Our head coach is Hans Molman from the Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, Mike Riley standing on the sideline saying, oh, we need to tackle better. We just need to stop throwing interceptions. He's garbage. They need to drop him off at the next homeless shelter and go pick up Scott Frost for $10 million a year. Hey, Clay, this is Rich from San Francisco. I got a buddy that moved here when he was 10 years old. We've been friends since he's here. We're about 35, 36 now. Um, we made a deal this year. When the Niners and the Browns win on the same Sunday, we get to go to the strip club on Sunday night. Not looking like that's going to happen. I guess I'll just get my six-pack and watch Shameless with my wife. See you later, buddy. <laughs> SEC can't play no defense when they got a quarterback. Boomer. Clay Travis, you are one hell of a dumbass. And I'm saying this because I know how much how, how confident you were in, uh, in Georgia coming into the game versus Auburn and Quite frankly, Auburn just embarrassed the f- out of them. So now you just kind of look like a pretty dumb better. And I, I really hope that you play this on your show because I don't want anyone to uh, to follow your betting lines. I mean, I know you got lucky one week, and uh, I think it was two weekends back where you you uh, you got a fourteen parlay or something like that. But you're just terrible. You're absolutely f- awful. And as a native Nashvilleian, I uh, I'm just in, I'm, I'm ashamed to. Uh, to be associated with the same city that you are. I'm a fan through and through, but just thinking that uh, it's probably Kirby, parentheses, not, parentheses, closed, smart. He's a idiot, and they got destroyed. Georgia, roll tide. Hopefully Auburn stays in the mix. Hey, Clay, Tennessee is like my cousin. They just get all the time. I turn the TV on and just, just damn it. We just suck. We ain't gonna get John Gruden. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of Butch Jones. I tell you that right now. If he don't get forward after this Missouri game, <laughs> they're gonna be a a horror a hailstorm coming down there in Knoxville. So, look here here's the thing. 
I love your damn. There's too many liberals in this country. Or no, it's not even in the. It's, there's too many liberals on Twitter. Anyway, you know what? Go balls. I love you, Clay, and I'll I'll talk to you later. All right. Go balls. All right. Hey, Clay. You know what? It's about time. It's about time you realize the Auburn Tigers are for real. All right. You never give us credit. Always got to prove ourselves at the end of the season. Go Tigers. Hey, I'd like to congratulate uh, Notre Dame tonight. They played uh, their opponent very well up and down. Uh, you know, all night long, defense, offense across the board was stellar. The women's basketball team looks great. Go Canes. Oh, you know what? I got to give credit to that guy because I don't know why they decide to put women's basketball scores and men's basketball scores, for that matter, on during football season. Like, I'm sitting here all day Saturday watching games, and then they'll just be like a score flash up, and it's like Notre Dame, and then I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? And then it's like a women's basketball game. Like, I can't even keep track. Is there anybody who's sitting around watching college football all day that's like, you know what? I gotta see these women's basketball scores from early season college football, college basketball, or like, I can't even have this channel going. Like, who makes that decision? You know what? Let's update women's basketball scores during football. By the way, basketball scores too. They shouldn't be allowed during football games. Only football scores should exist. If you care about a college basketball score enough, go download a damn app. Go look at it yourself. Nobody's sitting around trying to get women's basketball scores during a freaking football game. Congratulations, Notre Dame women, though. They look great. Um, 855-500-CLAY is that phone number. You can call it any day, week, or hour. 855-500-CLAY. Thank you guys for a fantastic Monday. We'll be back tomorrow breaking everything down. You're not going to want to miss my opinion on Colin Kaepernick being GQ Man of the Year. Get your popcorn ready. Wake up early because you're not going to want to miss it. I trust me on it. Uh, I am Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Coverage. Uh, thank you for hanging with us, and we will see you tomorrow, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, bright and early on Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Ferguson Facilities Supply has the products, services, and solutions facility and property managers need when and where they need them. We offer a vast array of janitorial, lighting, HVAC, hardware, safety, and plumbing products. And that's just the first half of our catalog. And with nationwide coverage, we deliver directly to your facility, making sure you have everything you need to get the job done. Because at Ferguson, relationships are the most important thing we maintain. Learn more at ferguson.com. Home isn't just a place. It's a feeling that you're safe to enjoy the things that matter most. ADT lets you take that feeling with you. Whether you're at home, your business, or online, we help keep you safe. With security systems, home automation, alarms, and surveillance. So you can feel at home wherever you are. Go to ADT.com and get that feeling for less than a dollar a day. ADT. Home. Safe. Home. When weather hits, the right wiper blades make all the difference. That's when the Michelin Man is on your side, helping you see better and drive safer with new Michelin Premium Wiper Blades. Designed with exclusive SmartFlex technology or frameless beam design, Michelin Blades flex to the curve of your windshield, giving you unparalleled, streak-free, long-lasting, all-season performance. So when the going gets tough, be ready. Michelin Premium Wiper Blades. It's a difference you can see. Available at Walmart and other fine retailers. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. 
Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. I'm going to have the honey smoked salmon benedict. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. Great food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Halloween is over. Christmas music is playing. This is the time to start planning your Black Friday Christmas shopping strategy. And when does Black Friday begin? At Medved Chevrolet, it begins right now. Medved Chevrolet kicks off the holiday season with thousands in savings on Chevrolet Colorado and Silverado trucks, including 4x4s and 2500s. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months on select 2017 Chevy Malibus and 2017 Chevy Trax all-wheel drives. And Medved has low leases on all-wheel drive Chevy Equinox and Traverse. Go to MedvedChevrolet.com and click on the yellow specials button. Get Black Friday savings all month long. Medved Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor departs the 181 ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Examples, CV 3177 and SRP 24425 plus tax title and fees. Excludes Elmato. Not all buyers will qualify. Subject to prior sales. See for details. Expires 11-30-17. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. KKSD. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show. Starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. 
on the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right. Thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlot. And the man in the middle. He's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw. Make some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any hype speech that'll get you all hyped up this morning. What a weekend of football in the Mile High City. It was, yeah. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by, as usual, James Manchester Marillette, H.W. Will Peterson. We do this every day, 7 to 10. Thank you for tuning in. Fellas, um, fourth quarter with about five minutes to play, I took a shot of the stands at Mile High Stadium, and they were half empty. And I'm trying to recollect the last time the stands at Mile High were that. I mean, it was literally half the crowd gone midway through the fourth. Half. I can't remember the last time I've seen that. Yeah, I'm going to start calling him Vance McDaniels because that's where it feels like we're at. I think you would probably have to go to the Josh McDaniels era to find a crowd shot like that. Yeah, I was uh, going to pull up. I think it's the 2011 season. Uh, it was the last game Orton played, and it was a total mess. And the crowd was either gone or booing. And they finally begrudgingly made the move to Tebow after that. And I think it was the Charger game early. That was that well, was the last time I remember, remember this kind of mess. You have to go back to 2010 to find the last time they've lost five in a row. And that was the last year of the McDaniels era uh, where five straight felt like uh, an eternity. This one, I'm not sure how to feel. I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure where they're going. I'm not sure what happens. I'm just not sure. And it's that uncertainty, I guess, that distresses most Broncos fan because you don't know what this is like. We're just not used to this. It's been a while. It doesn't happen very often. This isn't Cleveland, okay? So when it happens like this and you get embarrassed again in back-to-back weeks on national television, when your defense gives up that many, when your special teams is not even – it's a laughing stock. Your offense was the least of their problems yesterday. Still, the red zone doesn't work. Oh, nice to see that ESPN, by the way, is using my video I got of Derek Wolf in the locker room. Did they, cre- credit, did they credit you? No. I'm looking at it right now. Mm. Um, yeah. I can tell that's mine because it's shot with my little uh, my phone. Are you guys watching this right now? Uh, we'll get it on here in the studio. Yeah, yeah. well, we're going to play it. We're going to play it because he went absolutely off, right? You go into these locker room settings after a game anticipating – Guys going off, and Derek Wolf did exactly that, wearing his Wolf sweater. How about a little credit, yeah. boys? Are you sure. sure that's your video? Photo credit. That's definitely Photo your video. Credit. The first shot was. Hey, let, let's start with this, Vic. And I, I hate to to go there at seven oh four, but I got to ask you, from a sheer symbolic standpoint, do they have to fire Brock Olivo today? 
Well, what do you mean by symbolic? That this is what unacceptable. Is that, to... that his unit is crap and it's terrible and someone has to pay the price. Heads have to roll because of how bad that special teams play was last night. What, what, what are these, the medieval times where people have to pay a public price? Listen, you don't think they know what's wrong with this team? You don't think that there's going to be some reshuffling? Of course there is. It's just... When and how you do it? Well, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm with HW here. I, I, I mean, somebody has to be held accountable. And, well, you don't and, think and he's and being held he's, accountable? I think it needs to be this morning because last night it was just a, a, a classic example of a poorly coached team. Yes, the the Patriots are uh, the defending champs, and yeah, they can create some uh, some matchups that are nightmares, but. When you're making mistakes like 10 men on the field, 12 men on the field, that's just a poorly coached team. That's just a, 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 an entire staff that's in over its head. They don't know what they're doing. And so all these people, and we can start pulling them up on Twitter, who talked about this dream team staff in January and just and just drank the orange Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, but the leader of men, CEO type. Or, hey, rising star Joe Woods. Remember that? Remember what a joke that was to one person on this show and just kept mocking it, saying, really, rising star, 24 years with the exact same job title, and he's a rising star. But that was the talking point out of Dove Valley, so everybody else went with it. And now you watch Joe Woods' defense, and they've given up 92 points in the last two weeks. By the way, how's Wade Phillips' defense looking? How's that going? Hope that $2 million was worth saving, John, because your team is 3-6. and six. They've lost five games in a row, two in a row on national TV where they've given up 92 points, and they're a joke. They're a joke. But, hey, adios, Wade, because you got too much credit. My ego couldn't take it. I'm Teflon John. I need to have all the credit come to me. How'd that work out? How's Joe Woods' defense? How's Brock Olivo's special teams? 22 Janos. We had 22 Janos. Let's all give a hearty Dove Valley laugh to Brock Olivo's jokes. What an absolute disaster. Where do you start? I don't think you start by firing the special teams coach I after do. that like that. Why? That's not going to accomplish Why? anything. We were talking because was, there's more. There's no, more no, no, to no. it. It's no, just the no, no. tip of the ice. No, no, no. I was it, here's what made it even even more hilarious to me last night. I'm sitting in the stands at 5:30 yesterday. I'm there an hour early. I'm sitting with the the buddy I went with, and we're talking about special teams. And we said, here here's what I would do today. You're playing at altitude. Every kickoff, every kickoff should go through the end zone. If if I'm returning a punt, every time it's a fair catch. Every time. If I'm punting. Well, you know, the, the, the Patriots don't go through the end. So the Patriots purposely kick short. Did you notice that? Yeah, to Jano, who ran it back to the 18. Fine. No, no, they I kick short to the goal line. I'm just saying they have the means to get it done. Well, they have the special teams fine. to figure it out. But my goal at the beginning of a season would be at home, we play eight games at altitude. At home, we're having zero kicks returned against this at all. I don't not not for touchdowns at all. Every kick should go through the end zone. Every punt should be a forty yard punt, and you you hit it toward the sideline, and you want the net forty, no returns. Yeah. So we're talking about it an hour before the game because we know how bad this special teams unit is. They go out and they were worse than I could have even imagined. If they fired Brock Olivo today, how could they be any worse on Sunday against the, the Bengals? How? I, they turn it over to the assistant special teams coach. There's the biggest joke in town. They have an assistant for this guy. Uh, what does he do? I mean, it, it's it is such a disaster. It is such a mess. 
Heads have to roll. You have to make a statement today. If you're John Elway, I am 100% with HW on this. 100%. There are so many leaks in the boat that making one statement today isn't going to keep the boat afloat. Put it that way. I'm not, I'm with you, bro. Listen, I saw the same game you saw, but there are, there are overwhelming issues with this team that go beyond one coach, one position, one phase. You gotta start somewhere. Exactly. You have to start somewhere, Vic. I mean, you have to announce to your fan base today that you still care, that this is still unacceptable. Guys, again, again. By making a change today, is this going to be a playoff team by the end of the season? Nope. No, but okay, it at least I mean, makes fans feel a little you know better today. No, makes no, fans no. feel better. Let's okay, just... makes fans feel better. You guys need to feel better because yeah. it's all about your feelings. Yeah, you know what? It's because about your feelings. No, 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 no. You can mock fans and you can mock feelings all I'm you mocking want. you. No, no. I'm not mocking fans. You guys seven, are always about making a quick change to make no, you no, no. feel better. No, no. There were 76,000 people there last night who paid at least $100 to go watch that crap, right? So, yeah, you need to make them feel better. It ain't about the guys sitting up in the cushy press box giggling it up. It's about the people who spend their hard-earned money to to go out there and watch that crap product. So, yeah, do you need to worry about their feelings? Yes, you do. I'm telling so we you, can one touchy feeling field day this all day long, or we can go, hey, you know what? We might want to worry about our customer. We okay, might well, want to worry about our customer. Case, if that's the case, James, fire everybody. What are you waiting for? Wouldn't fire bother me every bit. coach. Fire them all. Wouldn't fire the head coach. Fire the GM. Fire everybody. You go over there, run the team. Let's go. Well, I'll tell fire, you what. Fire the whole lot of them. I mean, because you guys are in that fire them all mode. Listen, I'm with you, brother. I was just as frustrated. You're not the only fan just because you sit there. The other, the you're other not a thing fan was, because you pay for, you're not the only guy that's frustrated. Fire them all. I'm sitting there last night. My buddy turns to me about middle of the third quarter. And he goes, really? Vic doesn't think you could do this job. I mean, come on. It ain't that hard. It ain't. Okay. <laughs> go, go put your application in. I sure as hell could have hired a better want, head coach I, than Vance Joseph. Because there's one down media down member in town, today. one media member in town who questioned that move. Everybody else just took CEO type leader of men like it was the gospel. Again, listen, nobody's stopping you. Go over to Dove Valley. I'll give you the address. Now everybody wants some fire. Welcome to the party, wear guys. Wear your suit and put your application in. Because you're not the only one who sees the issues. We all see the issues. It's how you handle it now. What do you do moving forward to fix this? You're not going to fix it this season. It's over. Sending a message to the fan base. Hey, fan base, we care. <laughs> What's that going to do? It's not going to fix this season. They're not going anywhere. It's over. They're three and six. It's over. Okay. All right. So October 9th, 2011, they're down 26 to 10 at home to the Chargers and the, 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 the fans are getting restless. They finally put Tim Tebow into the game. He cuts it to 26 24. There is no Tim Tebow savior. The season's over. Hang on. 26 24. Chargers get a late field goal, win 29-24. But they listened to the fans that day because we were all sick of watching Kyle Orton. It's a 1-4 and four team, and it's a bad product, right? So you can say they don't listen to the fans and they don't care. Yeah, they do. When they look around and that place is half empty in the second half and they ain't selling beer and they ain't selling hot dogs and people are booing them off the field at halftime, yeah, they listen. And they need to listen now, too. They need to do something to make sure their customers know they care as opposed to just, ah, what are we going to do? Let's let 
Brock Olivo come up and, you know, have be the comedy works guy again for the Dove Valley Minions who will just chuckle at everything he says. Hey, yeah, something really, needs to be do done. Do you really believe they're not going to do anything? Are you that naive where you think that nothing's being done, that they're not seething, that they're not sitting up there thinking about the next move? You really believe that they're sitting back with their feet on the couch going, No, you know what we should do? Ah, we're fine. I mean, come on. You know what on. we should do? We should continue to just be the media who sits there and says how great Isaiah McKenzie looks in camp. Really? When they don't tackle on kick returns and punt returns, oh, he's having a great camp. You know what he averaged on punt returns in the preseason? Two yards. Two yards per punt return. But, oh, he's having a great camp. He's having a great camp. These guys don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're watching. And they're being exposed because time after time after time after time, they take the talking points from Dove Valley. They regurgitate them. And you know what? They've been wrong on every front. Every front. This is a three and six football team that's terrible. Terrible. Every time and one the person saw it going, and one person, it's November 13th, and I've already won my bet on 11 and 5 and better. On November 13th. 8431 says, when the Patriots lost to the Broncos in the AFC title game, and the D got all over Tom Brady, they fired their O-line coach the next friggin' exactly. day. Every single exactly. time day. the Broncos go south. I have to get on this damn radio show and listen to you two blame the media. As if the media and the... No, and, don't, and, and, I yes, am blaming yes, the media. Yes, I'm blaming the if there was more pressure, if there were people no. pushing them, oh my God! Okay, you guys and okay. your crap tactic no, takes you know about blaming the media. No, Give no. me a break. Let's all go, da- Let's all go down and laugh at Brock Olivo and oh, twenty-two Janos. Oh. We'd be great and all that, all the rest of the crap. They were James, wrong, you wrong, have a press wrong, credential. Wrong, wrong. You have a I credential. Was, I was Feel right, free to get right, your butt right, down there today right, and ask right, the hard questions. Right, Feel right, free right, to take right. your butt they down to Dove Valley wrong, and ask wrong, a question. Wrong. Feel free. You're not going to, are you? That's what I thought. Hot takes oh, coming right up. Challenge accepted. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Craigman and Harris. Coming up on the Monday edition of Kreckman and Harris. Ooh, big surprise. The Broncos lose at home to New England. Ryan, three and six. What do they do now? How does this happen? I mean, they were supposed to win the game. Everybody agrees they were supposed to win the game, and they didn't do it. I'm still, I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't know how Tom Brady and the Patriots beat the Broncos. Ryan Harris will try and figure it out before Monday's edition of the Kreckman and Harris show. Every weekday afternoon, three to six, only on Altitude 950. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association. Attention, hold... First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Attention homeowner. 
Bears, you need to sell that home, don't you? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call because of the following offer he will make. He's got a system, a marketing system that works. It's proven. He's going to sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's five k cash in the pocket if he can't get the job done. He has the system of marketing, and marketing is the key in this climate to sell homes. 720-900-4433. That's Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433. This is the time of year when friends and family gather for old and new traditions, for giving thanks, and putting away the leftovers to hit the stores and fight the mobs to get the best Christmas deals. This year, skip the mob and go to the Black Friday event at MetVet in Castle Rock. Beat the winter snows and icy roads with discounts on an all-wheel drive Buick Enclave or Encore. Plus, MedVed has incredibly competitive leases on Buick luxury sedans. Experience the new Buick. Check out the all-new all-wheel drive GMC Terrain. And MedVed has discounts up to 13000 off MSRP on GMC Sierras and incredible leases on GMC Canyon. GMC, we are professional grade. There's no need to wait for Black Friday savings. Go to MedVed in Castle Rock and start a new tradition. Medved Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor. Depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medvedchevroletbuickgmc.com. Stock GT5352T MSRP 49804 plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Price includes non-qualifying GM discounts. Subject to fire sale with the good credit expires 113017. Get a jump on the Colorado winter. Johnson Auto Plaza and Jeep roll out the Black Friday sales event with exceptional rebates and incentives on all new Jeep models. And better, this Black Friday lasts all month long. Hi, I'm Alan Roach. For almost 20 years, I've touted the Johnson way of doing business as best in class. And in those 20 years, the Johnson family has only got better at what they do, turning first-time buyers into lifetime customers every day. Jeep provides the vehicles to tame our Colorado winter, capable and elegant, the Jeep Cherokee. Luxury and sophistication, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uncompromising, unequaled performance, the Jeep Wrangler. Shop the entire line of Jeeps at Johnson Auto Plaza, the most awarded SUV line of all time. It's your turn to experience the Johnson Advantage, and your turn to leave the winter driving anxieties at home. Get your new Jeep, where Colorado shops and get it before the snow flies. The Black Friday sales event at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Northbound I-225 seeing a delay this morning. There's a four-car accident on the right side of the highway at Alameda. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon and a crash northbound I-225 at 17th. It's an accident blocking the left and center lanes causing that big delay. Amazon is hiring in Aurora. This is your last chance to earn extra money this season. Go to Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. They, uh, you're talking about how they scheme you. They scheme you to hit their running backs and hit their tight ends. They've been doing that week after week after week. Nothing yet, nothing you can do to stop that? I'm not the coach. <laughs> I just do what I'm told, man. I just do what I'm told and try to play as hard as I possibly can until the end. Are you demoralized? Yeah. I'm just going to have to wake up tomorrow and do it all over again try to get a win. We just got to try to get a win, man. That's all we can worry about right now is just trying to get a win. Boy, Derek Wolf was raw and honest, and huh, uh, you got to hear the entire postgame interview from Derek Wolf. We will have that for you later in the show. I sat there with my little microphone going, wow, 
this guy's not holding back. And granted, uh, I think a lot of people felt exactly like Derek Wolf, but this is the first time, guys, I can hear players challenge the coaching. Yeah, I mean, he didn't publicly challenge him. He didn't say coaching's why we lost, but when asked, why aren't you being able to handle the tight ends and the running backs? I don't know. I'm not the coach. That was a, uh, I believe that was Mike Kliss who asked that question, and I will give Mike Kliss credit. That was a really good question. Well, I mean, I think every player was asked that question last night. Week after week after week, it's every the player same was asked. thing. It's exactly. the same thing. It's, it's a running back dragging across the field with Todd Davis, Brandon Marshall, or Zaire Anderson chasing him, and it's over and over and over again. How many, how many catches did the receiving core, the receivers, for New England have last night. I remember Brandon Cooks running post corner on Aqib Tlaib to the right side of the field from where I was sitting, and that's about it. I I don't recall big time plays to the receivers because they avoided Tlaib and Chris Harris for the yeah, large part. They avoided I mean, them again. He had six catches. Amendola had four. Most of Amendola's were when a linebacker was on him, though. Yes. Um. So I mean, those two guys combined for ten. But yeah, it was a lot of tight ends and running backs, and it's Pete and repeat. That's what this, uh, that's what this Bronco season has turned into. Again, we're going to play back the rest of that Derek Wolf interview. You're going to hear from Chris Harris who says the same thing. But guys, listen, I don't want to get this into an us versus them this morning. I, we all see the problems. We all get it. We, I just don't want to, I don't want to devolve into blaming the media for the Broncos problems. The media is not to blame I, for the Broncos problems. I okay? didn't blame the media. I said the media was wrong. And okay, that's fine. One hundred percent wrong. That can be wrong, but that's not the focus of our show. The focus is what's wrong with the team, not what's wrong with the media. This isn't a media show. This is a sports talk show. Okay, let's talk about the the, the team itself. What do we see? And we'll kick that off right now with our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Everyone has a lust for blood this morning. Judging from the text line, I'm now Field Day Vic because I don't want to hang somebody this morning. Okay, I get it. Listen, folks, if you think you're frustrated, if you think you're angry, just imagine what the guys in that front, imagine what John Elway's thinking watching that game last night. Mm, if poor you, if John. you think you're angry. Yeah, really. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sympathetic. Really. Uh, I mean, he was in his suite drinking okay. vodka right, sodas and yes. cash and checks. Yes. All right, so your assumption is that he is completely sold out, that he doesn't care, no, that he's just there to make money. That, not my well, assumption You at just all. said it. Not well, assuming that, just no. don't think we need you, to have sympathy for yeah, the guy. Exactly. Do I sound sympathetic? I'm telling you. Who do you think is more competitive, you or him? Competitive. I, I don't know. I'll take, I, I, I think that's a coin flip. Okay, fine. You think he's just... What I'm saying is the notion is that the Broncos are content with the situation they're in. That, Probably got a fight ah. for Coeur later today. Okay, yeah, everybody's happy. See, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's happy. They're fine because they live a life, you live a life, and because they live that lifestyle, you're going to hold them more accountable. I get it. I get it. I get it. The minions speak. I get it. The bottom line is if you really believe that they're not going to address this, that they're going to sit back and let it just wash away, that they don't have things in place to fix this problem, 
I, I guess you don't know the guy, you don't know the front office, you don't know the people that work there. They're going to try. I'm not saying they will fix it. Hell, they may not be able to fix it. There might be so many problems with this franchise right now that it may be unfixable. I thought the most revealing tweet I read yesterday of all the tweets, a former intern of mine, Zach Sheely, sent this. And I it hit home. He said, you know, here come the Patriots and Bob Kraft with his two jet airplanes that he owns. He's the only franchise owner in the NFL with two high-profile jet airplanes. And they're playing in a stadium here in Denver that still has the name of a bankrupt company on the side of it. That tells the tale of both franchises right now. Think about that for a second. One franchise has two jets. The other one still has Sports Authority Field on the side of the damn stadium. Where the hell are we? There's a lot of unrest. And I get it. Everyone's angry. And the fans are angry. And you guys want heads. I get it. I totally understand your message. They're trying to fix it. It's going to take more than a week. Firing a head coach today or a, a special teams coach, great. Is it going to fix the problem? No. Will it send a message? If you want a message, I guess it'll send a message. It ain't going to fix the problem. This problem is beyond this week or next week. This is a problem that needs to be addressed from here forward. I'm talking about everyone, every single person in that organization. Every job is at stake, including the one at the top. That's how you fix the problem, not with one change. That's my hot take. Can't wait to hear yours. Let's go. It's HW's Hot Take. Vic, I stood next to you this summer when we met Brock Olivo. And what did Brock Olivo say to me? I said, hey, I'm a fellow Mizzou grad. And he said, M-I-Z, and I said, Z-O-U. That's what you do when you meet a fellow Mizzou grad. But that doesn't mean Brock Olivo doesn't need to go today. He's a nice guy. He went to the same college as me. He could not have been more pleasant in our interaction. But you have to fire him, and you have to fire him today. The Isaiah McKenzie fumble. The kick return for a touchdown. The blocked punt. And then on fourth and five, you jump off sides. Four absolute black eyes on the special teams unit of Brock Olivo. You've lost five in a row. You've lost five in a row in embarrassing fashion. Your fans booed you off the field last night. It looked like a friggin' high school stadium in the fourth quarter. A head has to roll today, and it has to be Brock Olivo. He has to go today. You have to make an example of him. This is not acceptable. I like him. He's a nice dude. Go find a different job. He's got to go today. Four awful errors last night. Last night it was Brock Olivo 24, Patriots 17, Broncos 16. I don't even know if my math is right, but that's what it felt like watching that game. Competitive game at Brock Olivo's unit is just competent. Not even good, just competent. They were not competent. He needs to pay the price today. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Why do I blame the media? Here's why. Because less than 12 months... After guiding the defense that led this team to a victory in Super Bowl 50, Wade Phillips was shown the door. He was shown the door over money and over ego. And most of the media in this town, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter and in the search bar, hit Joe Woods, rising star. And see how many people regurgitated this nonsense and justified it. And then how many fans went, you know what? You can't afford to lose Joe Woods. I mean, I love Wade Phillips, but you can't afford to lose Joe Woods. I mean, he's 46. He's a rising star. Really? Nice talking point. 24 years as a defensive backs coach, and he's a rising star. He was being interviewed by who? Who was interviewing him for that defensive coordinator position before they promoted him here? Nobody. 
By the way, the uh, the Rams are seven and two. Their defense has given up the fourth fewest points in the league. Hey, here's another thing about the Rams: their quarterback, who was a rookie last year, who everybody said was awful, who everybody said was stupid, uh, he threw for 355 yards yesterday. Because you know what? He learned on the job. He got the mistakes out of his way. We didn't just rip him because he threw a ball out of bounds during a pre during a training camp practice in the bubble. The media doesn't know what they're talking about in this town, and they justify things the Broncos do. They 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 tell the fans that oh yeah, this makes sense. This makes sense. Not gonna not gonna be a problem that Wade Phillips is gone. Wade Phillips, his defense led the Broncos to a victory in Super Bowl Fifty. Less than twelve months later, he was shown the door. And people in this town who write and who are on the radio and who are on TV justified it because they take their marching orders from the Broncos. So do I blame the media? Hell yes, I blame the media. You can blame the media all you want. You can blame, if you think that they make decisions over there based eh. on your feelings, your thoughts, the media, you were, you think way you know too what? highly of yourself and everybody you else in this position. You know what? If they, if, if they would have had, if they would have had every newspaper in town, every radio <laughs> station in town, every TV oh, station in man. town grilling okay. them about running Wade Phillips out of town, they might have re, they might have thought twice about it. They might have. But you know what? When they know, hey, we'll just, we'll just give them the, the, the talking points here and they'll regurgitate it. Of course, yes. The, the media has has power, Vic. They do. They okay. do. They Let hold see, people accountable. Let, right. If they Let don't hold see people accountable, flex your muscle. Let me see you and Will take that trip over to Dove Valley at one fifteen this afternoon. Dude, when I go Joseph to Dove Valley media. every freaking okay. week. Ask the freaking question. You know what, Vic? Why don't we all go down and bro hug him some more? Because that seems to be working well. Let's do you that. guys flex your muscles. It's one fifteen this afternoon. I tell you what, I'll get an Uber. And I'll get you guys over there, and let me see what you accomplish. We can, let me we, see if, it, if the media we is can to hug blame for the Broncos' woes. Let me see what kind of changes Will and HW will make today. Okay, let me ask you. Let's this. see. Let me ask Let's you a go ahead questions. and see. Let me ask you a couple questions. Did the vast majority of the media grill the Broncos for running Wade Phillips out of town? Yes or no? No. Okay. No. If they had, if they knew they were going to get grilled for long. that, do you think? The Broncos might have made a different decision if they if they were worried about the fact that you know what we're going to get called out for trying to save two million bucks. Do you think no. they might have made a different decision? No, I don't. Because uh, they don't. Then what the, the hell your, are we your doing opinion, this for? Then what your are we opinion, doing this for? Your opinion doesn't matter You're as wrong. much as you think it does. I don't think my opinion matters. I think the collective media no. matters. No. Instead, instead they're a bunch of mouthpieces, and okay. they tell the fans that he's a rising star, and they can't afford to lose him. And Wade, you know, Wade's ego had gotten too big for the building. The four talking points they had to 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 bash Wade Phillips as he walked out the door was shameful. Was shameful. The guy helped you win a Super Bowl, and 12 months later you're bashing him out the door to cover your butt so you can dude, save two million bucks. Dude, shame on them. Shame on the I'm, media who regurgitated. I'm on your team. I asked the same question. When Wade Phillips was let go, you remember I said, "What the hell's going on here? This is no. this doesn't make sense." Yeah, and I said, it was "I said your, two million but, bucks." So what did you, you want me to me. do? You what did you want me, me to do, James? Oh, they're James, not cheap. Did you want they're me to go cheap. to Dove Valley and knock on Elway's door with a microphone and say, "This is unacceptable. The fans want better." What did you want? Let me see what you guys do about it. I mean, you guys talk a big game. It's one fifteen today. I come go down here there. for three hours every day and talk game. about it. All right, go down there. Go meet them head on. Make some change, you know guys. Because my dream is not to That's be part of the club. My dream That's is what not I to be thought. part of the club. I don't That's care what, what Rank and, and Cliss and, and Nikki and all the, the club members care about me. 
I don't care. It's easy to sit in the castle and talk crap. Get your butt on the field. It really is. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Yeah, that's the problem. I'm afraid to go down there. Give me a freaking break. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Make plans to attend the Mile High Dreams Gala, a toast to our teams on Wednesday, November 15th from 7 to 10 at the Pepsi Center. Interact with players, coaches, alumni, dancers, and mascots from the Denver Nuggets, Colorado Avalanche, Colorado Mammoth, and Colorado Rapids. Proceeds benefit the community program supported by Cronky Sports Charities. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Hey guys, Scott Hastings here. It's No Shave Movember. Time to change the face of your health for the better. Take the first step and get your levels checked by someone you trust. I personally recommend going to the Low T Center. Low T Center makes it quick and easy, and most health insurance is accepted. This Movember, they are offering a testosterone and prostate level test with assessment for only $50. Guys, take the first step. Call them. 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online at Low T Center. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job or small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson. Your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. 
Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza. How not to be a Colorado winter hater? Have a dependable vehicle, be prepared, allow extra time. How to be a Colorado winter lover? Proudly drive a new dependable Ram truck anytime, anywhere. Ram's power and good looks are the perfect antidote for our snow season. Drive with confidence to any mountain ski area. Drive safely through any storm. The time's now to get that new Ram where I've sent friends, family, and listeners for almost 20 years. Johnson Auto Plaza. It's the Black Friday sales event and no 4 a.m. wake-up call needed for this Black Friday. Come any day, any time this month and save on over 350 new Ram trucks in stock. 1500s, 2500s, heavy duties, and more. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza during the Black Friday sales event. Welcome winter with a smile. Where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E470 on Highway 85, Johnson Auto plaza.com the altitude 950 traffic update extremely slow traffic on northbound i-225 making your approach to 17th there was an earlier accident at alameda and now a crash clearing blocking the left and center lanes northbound i-225 at 17th only the right lane was getting by at last check spilled load so they're gonna take a while to clear that so just uh, maybe you want to stay off northbound 225 through that stretch if you can this report brought to you by meals on wheels america and the ad council one in six seniors face the threat of hunger and millions more live in isolation Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Working against Roby, and you can't do any better than that defensively. They stuffed their run, got some pressure even with a three-man rush. Brian Allen sending it down to the 27 and losing the ball. McKenzie muffs the punt, and the Patriots have recovered to 23. So Denver could not have gotten off to a better start on defense, and then McKenzie coughs it up. Al Michaels is exactly right. Three and out caused by the defense that leads to prime field position for Tom Brady and company. And at that point is when I thought the game was over. That's sad, but that's when I thought the game was over. As soon as Isaiah McKenzie muffed that punt. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show, joined by H.W., Will Peterson, James Manchester, Maryland. Fellas, I, I, let's talk about the game, the team, the season. Let's Can we focus on the team and what went wrong last night? Sure. Yeah. Can we just do that? Can we get through this show talking about the team? And I think what, you, I think you need to, to make a team? change at special teams coordinator today. He's part okay. of the team, right? Yes. Do, do, you, do you think, Vic... They need to make a change today at that at that coaching position. Any changes made today will only send a message, will not fix the problem. The problem isn't today. Don't they the need problem, to send a message? The you problem, lost five in a row in embarrassing sending fashion. Sending a message to Will Peterson and the fan base doesn't fix the problem. It just sends a message. Good. Okay. Send a damn message. You've lost okay. five in a row. You're you want messages. All right. You want to send messages. That's fine. I respect your opinion. I agree with you. It's unacceptable what we saw in special teams. And I really believe that they're going to fix all of that or attempt to. But trying to fix it today, sending whatever message, would it surprise me if they sent that message? No. Will it make a change to the season? No. It's not going to change anything. The season is lost, and the only thing that can be gained from the remaining seven games is you get an audition for Paxton Lynch. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't start each of the next seven games, 
They're completely wasting their time. That's and, fine. I, I don't disagree with you. They, they wasted last season. They wasted nine games of this season. And I get it. He was hurt and couldn't have played uh, at least at the beginning of the year. But there is nothing else to be accomplished. You have to answer the question, can Paxton Lynch play in this league or not? You have to. You know what was sad about last night's game is that Brock Osweiler was the least of their worries. Yeah, he was fine. He, he was, was fine. but in terms of identifying why they lost, he was probably probably fourth or fifth, if not lower than that, on the reason they sure. lost that game last no, night. No, I would, I would agree with you. But, I mean, the, the reality is this team has so many problems, it's hard to know where to begin. The, the other problem with this team, it, offensively, is their only threats are on the outside. They don't have a slot receiver, they don't have any tight ends, and they don't have any running backs out of the backfield that are a threat. So they have nothing. Look at what the Patriots did to beat the Broncos. It's all middle of the field, middle of the field, of middle of the field. Yeah. Denver doesn't have anybody who can do that. Their three tight ends are non-factors in the passing game. Their three running backs are non-factors in the passing game. And who's their slot receiver? Who is it? Is it Benny Fowler? Is it Sunshine? I mean, who? who, who is, they don't have anybody. So the middle of the field is totally devoid of any threat from the Broncos. That's a talent issue. Look at the, look at the guys John Elway has drafted on the offensive side of the ball. Take a look at them. It, it, it's, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Which is, again, we, we can go up and down this list. Which is why making one move today isn't going to fix the problem. It's not going, it's going to, to fix send it, but a message to guys like HW who's waving a flag saying, I want somebody's head. I get it. I get it. You're upset like everybody else. But having heads roll today is not going to fix the problem. Those heads will roll. Don't All right. Worry. So Brock Olivo should just walk into work today. Just, you know, hey, hey, Brock, how are you? How you doing? Yeah. You want to go throw Isaiah McKenzie out there for another punt return on Sunday? Like, like at, at some point you have to hold him accountable. The kid has five fumbles, Vic, and the Broncos force a three and out. They force a three and out, and they have a damn good start to the game, and the offense moved the freaking football last night, especially in the first half, and all of a sudden it's 7 nothing because Brock Olivo trots Isaiah McKenzie back out there. That is unfriggin' acceptable, and you don't want to hold the guy accountable. That's fine. That's fine. I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad you have that venom and that anger. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm sure a lot I speak of Broncos, for every single person no, you, driving around yeah, Denver yeah, this morning. But, They're but, pissed off, too. Well, they have a right to be pissed off. No, they shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't, don't matter. Yeah. They don't Their matter. Their opinion doesn't matter. No, doesn't matter. Not going to solve anything, so don't be mad. Why, why was Isaiah McKenzie man. returning that punt, Vic? Why? 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 What flashes has he has he shown us? Uh, he averaged two yards per punt return during the preseason. Remember when he had a great camp? Yeah. So why in a yeah. 0-0 football yeah. game, when you get a freaking three and out on Tom Brady, is that guy back there? Well, That's he, on Brock Oliva. Why is he not fair catching it? Just... Wave your hand. Fair catch the ball. He's he's out there trying to be a hero. He's out there trying to be the guy who makes a splash on national TV. I feel like Manchester because I'm yelling and screaming, but I can't get through to you. So that's that's what I have to do. (laughs) What do you mean get get through to me? I I, I agree with you. He shouldn't have been in that game in that situation. What do you want me to do? I've been screaming for 13 minutes. I want some acknowledgement that Brock Olivo has to go today, and you won't give me that acknowledgement. And that's what's driving me crazy. You you want me – so if I don't agree that he has to be fired today, I'm – you got to yell at me. That's That's your answer. Why was Isaiah McKenzie returning that ball okay. last night? Again, Why? I want, I want, Why? I want, I want Why was Isaiah down. McKenzie Calm back there? Calm, calm your millennial Why? voice down. Why? Calm down. I'm not, I'm not. I'm looking calm at down. the big picture here. Okay. I'm looking at the big, you're looking at the small things. I'm looking at the big picture. I get it. I agree with you. They have to make changes. 
Making a change today is not going to fix the Broncos' problem this year. Changes are coming. That's all I'm telling you. And before oh. I get crazy here, let's roll the Derek Wolf interview because it's really good. If you think you're frustrated, HW, if you think you're frustrated, James Marillat, listen to Derek Wolf after the game. Roll it, Dan. Bye. Distant memory, man. Looks like we're a whole team. It's embarrassing. I'm tired of being embarrassed. I'm tired of, getting, tired of going out there and getting, you know, we start off in the, we start off 14 nothing. We start off down 14 points. Yeah. I was going to say special teams kind of demoralize you guys. Uh, no, I'm not going to point fingers, man. But, you know, they definitely have to play better for us. we got to play better on all phases. You know, we got we got guys out there. You know, we had 12 guys on the field one time. We had 10 guys on the field one time. You know, and we already knew what they – it's Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. They're going to do that stuff. They're going to scheme you up. So <clears throat> whenever you're, you know, trying to substitute, they're going to try to hurry up to the ball. And uh, we already knew that. But, you know, they still caught us a couple times. and I don't know, man. It's just sad. It's real sad. It's real. It's it's sad that we, we went from being a, a championship caliber team to a, a team that stinks and nobody respects us. Longer than they call us urban time and time again. Is it bad preparation? It's not bad preparation. Preparation is the last issue we have. We practice so hard. We study hard. We watch extra film. We're doing everything we possibly can. I'm going to go in tomorrow and I'm going to do heavy back squats. You know what I mean? We're all doing everything we possibly can to get better and to be the best we can. So, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I'm lost. For, I'm at a loss. They, uh, you're talking about how they scheme you. They scheme you to hit their running backs and hit their tight ends. They've been doing that week after week after week. Nothing yet. Nothing you can do to stop that? I'm not the coach. <laughs> I just do what I'm told, man. I just do what I'm told and try to play with as hard as I possibly can until the end. Are you demoralized? Yeah. I'm just going to have to wake up tomorrow and do it all over again and try to get a win. We just got to try to get a win, man. That's all we can worry about right now is just trying to get a win. By the way, give uh, credit to Derek Wolf. He did agree to join me on Let's Talk Football later this week, where I'm sure that conversation will continue. I'll have a couple days to, to think about it. Uh, where do the Broncos go from here? What moves do they make, if any? You tell me. This season, in my opinion, is gone. It's done. So I get it. You guys want heads. You guys want heads. You get heads, you're not going to fix the season. I'm looking long-term. How do you fix the long-term issue? We'll discuss. I also want to talk about the only division-leading team in Denver, the Denver Nuggets, who play in Portland tonight. They lead the division. They've won five of six at home. Now they're on the road. They're in first place, three games above 500 for the first time in four years. There's a lot to discuss this morning. I'm not going to argue back and forth with you guys about how we are going to exact change on the Broncos. We can only do so much. They have to do something. It's up to them. I'm going to go do some heavy back squats. We're back after this timeout. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nuggets. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nuggets star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. The NBA usually takes everyone three to four weeks to know exactly what you're doing. And that's when you see, okay, what time of team are To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Who is going to be the go-to guy? They don't have to go to Millsap and Murray. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Okay, do you no. binge watch TV shows? Oh, man, I love the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. 
Hey, it's Friday, but before you move into weekend mode, I want to remind you that it's not too late to re-examine your mortgage. And if you're going to do that, contact my friends at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With recent talk about changes to the Federal Reserve Board chair, it's definitely a good time to examine your mortgage. And it's a good time to decide if you have the best mix of long- and short-term borrowing. Consider this. The Fed seems intent on raising rates. If you've been curious about shortening your mortgage term or taking advantage of competitively low interest rates, now is the time to refinance. Get to know which refinance benefits can save you the most in monthly savings. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based experts at American Financing to find out. Re-examine your mortgage. Give them a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 2020, even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate Chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CuderelliVision.com. Cuderelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. At Morningstar Senior Living of Arvada, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful new community in Arvada opens in early 2018. Just 10 suites remain in our independent neighborhood. Act now for Founders Club benefits in assisted living and memory care. Morningstar of Arvada. Call 720-907-9071. 720-907-9071. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A spilled load and an accident blocking the left and center lanes northbound I-225 at 17th, causing a big delay on your northbound drive. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Lung Association. There's a crash reported southbound I-25 at 23rd, an accident northbound I-25 approaching Upper Lake Gulch Road. Are you a former smoker? No matter how much you smoked, this new lung cancer screening could save you. Go to savedbythescan.org to learn more. Visit savedbythescan.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We gave up 24 points on teams alone, you know, but that wasn't the only issue we had. Uh, you know, Offensively, we're one, in, one for four in the red zone. We moved the ball better tonight, but didn't score touchdowns. And defensively, they scored on seven straight possessions. So, obviously, the teams was a uh, glaring issue, but... All three phases again. There's absolutely nothing Vance Joseph could say after that game that will ease anyone's anger. Nothing. Now, he could have gone full Derek Wolf, and you guys heard Derek Wolf. That was, I mean, that was good. If, if Vance Joseph had gone full Derek Wolf and said, we suck, we stink, nobody respects us, does it change your impression of Vance Joseph? Does it change where you stand today on what needs to happen. No. I okay. Mean, well, then words are words. Then who cares? Then who ca- All I'm saying is the messages that you want sent, the words that you want said, all of it, it means nothing. What does it really mean? Who cares? No, you know what I think we should do? I think we should do uh, like our friend Brandon Cristal did and tweet out the first-year record of a bunch of great coaches and use that to say, hey, VJ is going to be fine. Let's do that. Let's do that. That that seems that's not disingenuous at all, right? Because uh Tom Landry, uh O eleven and one, uh, he took over a team that won the Super Bowl a year and a half before, right? I mean, it, this is all so disingenuous. But let's do that. Let's be the spin guys. Let's be the spin guys. Let's talk about how Vance Joseph is going to be fine because Marv Levy went four and twelve in his first year. I'm sure his team was 18 months removed from hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. Hey, you know what? Andy Reid went five and eleven, so let's get off VJ's back. Let's do that. Let's see, be the, why let's be the spin masters. Why, James, why do you concern yourself so much with what other people say and write? I mean, because, why don't you just worry about your house? Because then the people in this town, the fans in this town, think this is, oh, yeah, this is real. And then all of a sudden we're going to start getting this narrative going. Who cares what they think? Vance Joseph what, worry is about your house. free pass. Because the worry media about your influences house. people, Vic. The media worry about, influences people. Okay. I am okay. worried about my house. I'm worried about right. my house. If I am. you're worried about your house, I will say this again. And I don't mean this as an affront. No, 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 and I don't mean this because, as a challenge. Because you know what? I don't. I haven't been down at Dove Valley, and I'm not part of the club. Who was right and who was wrong? Answer that question for me. I don't care if you're who right if you're not there. Right and I who was wrong? Anybody I don't go to say, Dove Valley. I don't eat the free meal. I don't get the 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 uh, talking point slid across the desk to me. Who was right and who was wrong? The guys who go to Dove Valley or the guy who doesn't? Answer that question because I was right about Vance Joseph. I was right about Mike McCoy. I was right about Joe Woods. I was right about Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. I was right about Brock Olivo. Should I go on? Because I could go down there. God, if I had the inside info, how many things would I be right on? Good Lord. So we can criticize me because I don't go down there because, you know what, I have another job, and my job isn't to go down and giggle at Brock Olivo's jokes. That's fine. That's We can try and undermine what I'm saying based on that nonsense. Hey, hey hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. I was no. 100% wrong, and you and the rest of those guys were pretty much dead wrong. Let me say, I take great offense. 
I, I take great offense to you saying, I got another job. I didn't have to go to Mile High Stadium last night. I didn't have to go to the locker room and put a put a microphone well, in front I, of Derek. I take great Hold on a second. Hold on. I didn't have to do anything like that. Down there. Like it's, that, like that well, doesn't make my that that somehow makes my opinion well, not valid. I speak for everyone in this town. When you I say this, don't preach to me and the rest of us about what questions we should ask. Okay. Or how hard we should be when you have a press pass. You and you guys both have a press pass, just like the rest of us. Feel free to use it. Okay. Quit playing the role of the white glove general no, that, and get off your high horse that's and get the Because field. the Broncos let us send three people to every game and we send you, Nate, and Ryan. So don't blame me for not going when the Broncos tell us we I can tell you sell what. three people. At hey, 115, you, know you don't need an invite go, today. I could go down there and we could go, hey, we got three more. Uh, let's go, uh, Nikki, Troy, and uh, Mike. So I could uh, go down there and sit there for that. That's fine. That's good. You guys you guys are really full of yourselves. You really are. You really Whatever. are. You're full of yourselves. What, what am I full of myself? You're the Broncos let three people go to the game? And we send you, Nate, and Ryan. Like, you how, believe, how am I supposed to be there? You believe that my questions, your questions, our approach to to this team is going to exact change. Yes. Like, like yes. me going there today and saying, I demand Brock Olivo's head, VJ. I demand it on a platter. I mean, come on, guys. That's not what anybody said, Vic. That's not what anybody said. What I said was, and it was my hot take, the fact that, the media in this town, when Wade Phillips got run out of town less than 12 months after helping them win a Super Bowl, he got run out of town over basically money. And that was wrong. And people spun it for the Broncos with Joe Woods as a rising star. Which Who cares what they their Who cares? Because people okay. in this town bought it and they okay. accepted okay. it. And there Who should bought? have been a revolt Who for bought? running Wade Phillips out of town. What do you yes. want? You want torches? A revolt? What do you want? No, you know what? We should all just sit back and accept it and just go, hey, John knows what he's doing. I think he's probably fine. Sorry, I think for myself instead of just regurgitating what, what the PR staff tells well, me to but do. But again, why do you care what other people say? This is our show. This is the three of us. All you should care about is what we say. I'm sick of having this show devolve into what other people say. I don't care what other people say. I, there are other stations in town that have to talk Broncos all week. We don't. We can do whatever the hell we want. Worry about your own house. Worry yeah. about what we say. I am worried I about my own house. I got a $700 donation coming my way because I won the Beautiful. Bet. Beautiful. If you guys want to exact change, I tell out? you what. I tell you what. Again, yeah. 115 is the press conference. 115. By the way, HW, you got a press credential. You can go to that press conference at 115. And don't give me that BS that they won't let you ask a question. Feel free to ask one today. Okay, so when they go, all right, next one, Mike. Last one, Nikki. Last one, uh, Jeff. Okay, yeah. Be the first to ask one. And let me see, let me see what you ask. Go at it, man. You guys want to play tough guy? Go be a tough guy. Now, I mean, it's, 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 go down and I'm bro so hug him. tired Let's of do hearing you guys talk about how the media is to blame. Wake up. Nobody cares what we think. This is just a sports talk show. Nobody cares what we think. Mm. They want to talk sports. I disagree with you there. I, I think the media can influence change. I really do. And I, I'm surprised you don't think that. All right. Tell me how I'm going to, tell me how I'm going to influence change. You tell me. Uh, I think if every columnist in this town, every TV talking head yes. and every radio talking head would have been screaming and yelling that Wade Phillips doesn't have a contract renewal last December, I think the outcome would have been different. I do because then fans would have been upset. They, the, the media sets the tone for the fan base. 
And instead, they set the tone as, well, they can't possibly let rising star Joe Woods leave, which was the biggest crock of crap ever. And I pointed it out. He's been a defensive backs coach for 24 consecutive years. Doesn't sound like a rising star to me. And instead, that was the narrative. Fans accepted a move they should not have accepted. So do you think that if everyone in town, if you and Kisla and everyone else would have been anti-Vance Joseph and everybody would have jumped aboard the anti, do you think that would have prevented John Elway from making that hire? Yeah. Do, do you believe it? But yeah. then you don't know the guy. But then you don't, you, you guys okay. see them, see you guys are lost. You guys, you guys don't understand. Do you, if you believe that he cares about what you think to that extent, you don't know. You don't, you don't know him like every, I know. Him. You don't think if you every, don't know. Him. Hang on. You don't think if every media member in this town hadn't brushed the boulder allegations under the rug? I'm when, not talking was, about that. When I'm he was talking being about considered this. for the job, I'm you not don't ta- think I'm that would have impacted about this. it? You don't I'm think they might have gone, uh oh, we don't want to deal with this every day. Let's look in a different direction. So there you go. There's how the media could have changed stuff. Mic drop. Yeah, how much longer till those come okay. back up? Okay. Again, Google Vance Joseph. What matters, though, right? Google Vance Joseph Denspin and read that headline. All right. Good. You guys brought it up. Go, go, go bring it up today at 115. You haven't opened it. I'll drive you guys there. I'll, I'll drive. Get in the back of my car. I will drive you to the facility. Let's go. I'll pick you up. That's a mic drop. Yeah. We're back after this. Right. Good one. Altitude 950. Rewind. What flashes has he sh- has he shown us? Uh, he averaged two yards per punt return during the preseason. Remember when he had a great camp? Yeah. So why in a yeah. 0-0 football yeah. game, when you get a freaking three and out on Tom Brady, is that guy back there? Well, That's he, on Brock Olivo. Why is he not fair catching it? Just wave your hand. Fair catch the ball. Yes. He, he's out there trying to be a hero. He's out there trying to be yes. the guy who I mean, makes this I, flash on national TV. I feel like Manchester because I'm yelling and screaming, but I can't get through to you. So that's that's what, what I have to what do. What do you mean get, get through to me? I, I, I agree with you. He Welcome shouldn't have been in world. that game in that situation. What do you want me to do? I've been screaming what, for what, 13 what, months. I want some acknowledgement that Brock Olivo has to go today, and you won't give me that acknowledgement. And that's what's driving me crazy. You, right you want me – so you, if I don't agree that he has to be fired today, I'm – got to yell at me. That's That's your answer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, I, I feel like we had it, and then, um, like you said, a mistake, and a touchdown. And it just, you know, it just opened up for us. But, you know, we got a locker room full of... You know, a great veteran leaders that that know how to win, um, that have won before. So, you know, it's a tough one tonight, just like last week and the week before that. But you know, things things will get turned around. I, I can I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, whatever is said, whatever was said last night, I get it. People are passionate. Change doesn't happen in a day. Whatever you hear today, whatever you hear last night, that's deeper than one. Watch the game. All right, there are so many phases of this football team that are out of whack. From the coaching to the offense to the defense to the special teams, there are so many phases right now that are out of way. One change will not fix it. Not one. Multiple. I'm talking top to bottom changes. And I really believe that's coming. You think the entire coaching staff's getting doomed. I think 
top to bottom changes in the entire organization, not just coaches. I'm talking about the way they look at the draft. I'm talking the way things are organized. Everything has to be on the table now. Everything. Oh, so now is Matt Russell going to go too? Everything on the table. Everything. Okay. Is John going to go? Everything's on the table. He's not going anywhere. He signed a five-year deal. Where's he going to go? Vance Joseph signed a four-year deal. All right. Where's he going to go? Who, I mean, who, who's going to fire John Elway? Who's in charge? I'm of just team? asking. You're beating around the bush. I'm just asking. You, you, the top to bottom changes. Well, what is that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get an answer as opposed to just, we're top just to gonna, bottom changes. Everything's on the table, but I, okay, I'm well, asking not you. everything because Elway's not. So that's why I asked the question. No, Elway's, Elway's not. on the table or not on the table. No. So everybody he's not. below John Elway is, is susceptible to being canned. Yes. Yes. Okay. There, there's no owner in place. Now we dialed to it make, in. To make that decision. There's no owner in place to make that decision. So I just want to remind you of the way the, the team is structured right now. Well, that ain't going to change. Is the ownership structure going to change in the office? No, not anytime soon. Uh-uh. Okay. No. Okay, so what's your solution I'm, then? I'm just trying to find the change. I'm trying to find out what's going to happen. What needs to change is the entire coaching staff needs to go. Problem is, the guy that they let go has a job, and he ain't going anywhere. Wade Phillips isn't going to be let go. He's gonna he's he's the the toast of LA at this point. His team's seven and two. His defense has given up the fourth fewest points in the league. You're not gonna get him back, so nope. I, I I agree. So what what So uh, all these decisions that keep being made for money, and you disagreed with me. Do you think and we don't know the exact figures, but of the coaches that were hired during the offseason, where do you think Vance Joseph sat in terms of annual salary? Oh, by far one of the lowest paid. Hmm, okay. You think uh, uh, Joe Woods makes anywhere near what Wade Phillips wanted? No. 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 Okay. Uh-uh. How's that $10 million cap space that they're spending that Legwald told us was for injured reserve? How's that How's that looking? How much of that have they put to use? They actually, had more, they actually had more cap space the year they won a Super Bowl. Hmm. Okay. Just right. so you know. Well, they, they had more cap space the year they won a Super Bowl. Okay. Look it up. Oh, well, so then therefore it's fine. Okay, I'm just we don't saying want to spend that money. That's financially, that's okay. financially, I, you, you, we can go down. How about the 400 grand they won't spend to take the stupid name off the building? How's that looking? That's an that's embarrassment. Stupid. That's, that is embarrassing. You're exactly right. Okay. That is embarrassing. Okay. That's good. I mean, and? like, oh, on and on and on and on. This team is cheap. They're cheap. They, when you make decisions based on what's the cheapest option, you can't complain. You know okay, what? So how do you if, solve if you go that? by, if you go by uh, day old bread and spoiled produce, you can't complain when the meal sucks. They're cheap. That is the uh, conclusion we've arrived at this morning. They're cheap. That's okay, the conclusion so, I've arrived at. Okay, and they were cheap. So, they were cheap before Peyton Manning got here. Then they struck gold with Peyton Manning, and they thought, well, we might as well roll with this. And then as soon as he's left, they've been cheap again. All right, why are they cheap? I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you here. I listen. I've been riding that train about. The fact we have sports authority on the side of the stadium and they're unwilling to pull it down because it's too expensive to pull down. That is just beyond reason in my, that's ridiculous. But I want to ask you though. All right. They're cheap. Why are they cheap? Why? Because this, you know, they've never been cheap like this. You know it. Pat Bowlin is, Pat Pat Bowlin in the history of Pat Bowlin's tenure as the owner of this team. Was he ever classified as cheap? Well, as I pointed out, the three years before Peyton Manning got here, they were more, they were a combined $100 million under the cap. So, yeah, they have been. Nobody wants to talk about it because it's not on the list of talking points that we give Chris and Al and Gruden and Sean and everybody else, but that's just a fact. It's a fact. Okay. All right, so they're cheap. How, how do you change that? What, what do you do to change? 
Where do they get this infusion of money to no longer make by the them way, cheap? By the way, they were $4.967 million under the cap the, the year they won the Super Bowl. So I'm not a math whiz, but $5 million is less than $11 million. Leading up to that Super Bowl, they spent money. They spent I, but money. But you they said added. they were more under the cap the year they won the Super Bowl, trying to throw it back in my face that I'm mad that they're $11 million under the cap, and that's just categorically untrue. Okay. It's, it's false. James, I mean, I... Arguing with you, you you have to be right every time on everything. I don't I mean, have it's just, to be right. It's about I'm right. being right. I just was I'm right. Being, okay, fine. You're right. Now, how do you fix it? You're you're right. The Broncos are cheap. You're you're right. The special teams coach was awful. You're right. The defensive coordinator isn't as good as the old one. You're so right. I don't know how to fix it now because they made mistakes that they shouldn't have made at the time. But, but I, mean, I mean, you're so right about everything, so let's fix it. Well, you said you could, be the, you could be the GM. Then, they'd be fine. I would okay. I, I would have re-signed Wade Phillips. Okay, the GM here didn't. Who, who could have done a better job on that? I would have given him the two million bucks. I agree with you. I would have done the same exact thing. I would have re-signed him too. They I would have now offered what? Calais Campbell the same amount of money Jacksonville did. I would have done okay. that. Yeah, he's made mistake after mistake after mistake. He kept the wrong middle linebacker two years ago. Okay, so and you... I know Danny Trevathan's hurt now, but he should have kept Danny Trevathan instead of Brandon Marshall. This defense is is missing the nasty, and they're missing the nasty because Malik Jackson is gone, Danny Trevathan is gone, and T.J. Ward is gone. That's why they're missing the nasty. They just don't have it. They don't. They're not the same group. Every criticism you have goes back to John Elway. So it sounds to me like you want John Elway fired no, from his job. That's not what I'm saying. I want to hold him accountable. It, it, it's not a okay, it's well, not a binary thing like you and everybody else in this town thinks of he's either great or he should be fired. I, it's no, not you, a zero you, or a one. It's not. You don't think you, you do you think again the notion you guys give us is that he's sitting up there drinking vodka tonics with his feet up just chilling. Well, okay, let's go back in time. When I was when I was not a, uh, not very happy about the fact that he was in uh, South Africa, Coeur d'Alene, L.A., uh, Napa, and Lake Tahoe, Tahoe. during the off season. Five, okay, because Wiener Mama kept putting it on Instagram, and it, all everybody said to me was I was off my rocker. Oh, you, you went off on a thirty minute rant about how you can do you can do business from anywhere because you have your cell phone with you. Do, do you think maybe? Maybe nobody was minding the store. When we watch a team that nine games into the season can't figure out that there's supposed to be 11 guys on the field, when they have a quarterback mess, when they have coordinators who are in over their head, do you think maybe someone wasn't minding the store? Again, you keep going back to this, and I keep coming back to the I, I, we can go round and fine. round okay, and fine. round and round. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Matt Russell should be fired. You need okay. somebody else who can help with the draft because their drafts are terrible and Peyton Manning isn't here to cover it up. So there's one. Right. The head coach right. should be fired because he's okay. not qualified for the job. He's been a defensive coordinator for one year. His defense was ranked 29th in the in the league the year he was a coordinator. He's come from Houston, Cincinnati, and Miami. Not exactly pillars of stability in the NFL. So I don't like I don't like his I don't like his pedigree in terms of his qualifications. The offensive coordinator should be fired because he was the head coach last year in San Diego, the only team that's lost to the Cleveland Browns since the 2015 season. Since the Broncos won a Super Bowl, the Browns have won one game. They beat Mike McCoy. He should be fired. Joe Woods should be fired. Okay, let, let's stop right there because I, I, I respect the fact that you've been in this business long enough to understand how things really work. You're talking about firing five people who make money, who are guaranteed to make money mm -hmm. based on contracts. Mm -hmm. what, is, what is the likelihood 
of a franchise taking on those salaries and having to pay those salaries and firing all those positions while having to pay those. What, what do you think the likelihood of that happening is? Probably not very good. Okay. When so, the team so, is why, so, so why are we going here? So, so because it makes you feel good to say that what? I, I speak in the rational. And and I speak in what could happen, not in what I want to happen. No, you ask if I want me what things, I you know, would I want to be six foot five. You ask I want me what dunk. I would do, Vic. And I told okay, you what I would that's do. That's what you would do. But I want to know what is logical. Okay, well, that's what can a we expect? Right, that's a what different can question. we expect? Because we, we what we want and what we expect are, are entirely different. We, I, we you can't know, expect a change in special teams coordinator today? Let's take it to the Nuggets. I, mean, I, I expect know. the Nuggets to make the playoffs. I want them to win the NBA championship. Dude, you're talking in circles, right? You asked me what I would do. I answered the question, then you, you rip me because it's not practical. And so you're insinuating that the practical thing is they're going to do nothing. Yet you started this segment by saying there's going to be top-to-bottom changes. And I said, what's top-to-bottom? Does that include John Elway? And you said no. So I'm like, okay, everybody below John Elway is susceptible. And now you're saying no. They're not going to make any changes because they're not going to eat those salaries. So what is it? I think when, you're, it? when your team gets embarrassed as it has now, five straight losses, two straight weeks of just pure embarrassment, I, I just believe that every position is under scrutiny. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they're going to make changes at every position. Everything's on the table. That's it. That's all. Every every organization is going to say that. Guess what? When the Avs hit the depths they hit last year, every position was under scrutiny in the organization. If our ratings tank, every position at our station is under scrutiny. That's how it works in life and in business. Okay. I don't That's how disagree it works. with That's you. That's all. But what does that mean? If I had that vague of an answer, you would demand that I say something that's a little bit more concrete. You would. What does that mean? Fine. What's it going to be? Okay. But by saying, though, uh, and I take this back to square one again, by saying that we are going to exact change by suggesting things, I believe is a bit on the sophomoric and naive. Because if we say something, oh, everybody in the media is going to say something, do it. They're not going to do it just because we say it. We may believe it, but they're not going to do it. Okay. All right. I I, I tend to believe <clears throat> that the media and the customers can exact change. I I, I believe that. I believe that. You know, hey, you know what exact change? Yeah, I'll tell you what exact. If you see Mile High Stadium, like I saw it in the fourth quarter last night with five minutes to play, if the Cincinnati game looks like that, that will exact change. Now, what we say. Why? I thought nobody the fans cares. didn't matter. I thought Again, nobody cared what the fans said. The money exacts the change. Not what we say. What mm. we say doesn't mean crap. Okay. Again, well, don't think so media, highly of yourself or ourselves. Told the, told the fans, hey, you know what? Oh, okay. If you're not happy with this product, don't go. Again, you're thinking highly of yourself to where you can you can exact change. No. Nope, so James is telling the media, J- James, you're the man. You're telling the fans, don't go, don't go. Oh, they're gonna listen to you. No. Nope. Okay. They're not. They're not. But if the Dove Valley Minions also said it, more people would listen. They would. They would. I don't care what the minions say. So I care what and, we and say. Can I do it on all on my own? Nope. Never said I could. Never would even uh, propose that I could. I'm talking about the media as a collective, and they need to be more responsible in this town. I don't even know what's on the show next. HW, what do we have next? I didn't uh, bring up the media, by the way. You did. More Broncos news. We got the Harvester at 8.30. Joel Dreesen. 8.30. When we come back, give me five minutes to talk about the freaking Nuggets, would you? That's next. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. 
Coming up on the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris. Ooh, big surprise. The Broncos lose at home to New England. Ryan, three and six. What do they do now? How does this happen? I mean, they were supposed to win the game. Everybody agrees they were supposed to win the game, and they didn't do it. I'm still, I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't know how Tom Brady and the Patriots beat the Broncos. Ryan Harris will try and figure it out before Monday's edition of the Crackman and Harris show. Every weekday afternoon, three to six, only on Altitude 950. Hey guys, I want to take a moment this morning to talk to you about why you should still talk to a lender even if you're not ready to buy a home. My friends at American Financing can help you out. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Give them a call at 303-695-7000. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950 for a reason. Even if you're a first-time homebuyer, you may think you're not ready to purchase a house. Maybe you're concerned about your job situation, your previous credit history, or your high monthly expenses. Whatever the circumstances, every borrower and financial situation is unique. So unless you're a financial expert, it's best not to self-diagnose your financial problems. Instead, you should call the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. The reputable loan officers can get you on the right track for buying a home. So remember, even if you're not ready to buy a home, it still makes sense to call a lender. Give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online, AmericanFinancing.net. It's American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at metro21homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job or small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Sam, number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Park in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. 
Altitude 950 Traffic Update. There's a crash northbound I-25 approaching Upper Lake Gulch Road. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Then you're staying very slow from Castle Pines Parkway all the way up to about C-470, E-470. There's a crash clearing off the left two lanes northbound I-25 north of Lincoln Avenue. Sluggish northbound between Arapahoe Road and downtown. Amazon is hiring in Aurora. This is your last chance to earn extra money this season. Go to Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Barton gets a Jokic pick, gets in the paint, leans in, hands it off to Joker, bobbled it, kicked it in the corner to Murray. Murray, catch and go in the paint, floater, got it! And there it is! A new career high for Jamal Murray. A smooth 32 points in the basketball game, and this thing, Earl, is... Oh, yes. Sweet words right there. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Monday morning. Listen, Broncos season is by all accounts over. They're three and six, losers of five straight. They're not making the playoffs. Let's talk about the first place Denver Nuggets for a moment. Three games above 500 for the first time in four years, leading the division when just about a week ago they were last in the division. That's how much things have changed in the Northwest. And tonight, I think their biggest test of the season outside of the Golden State game. They're at Portland, fellas. And Portland, you remember what happened last year there when they made that trip to the Great Northwest. It pretty much ended the season. That was the biggest game on the slate. They lost that game to Yusuf Nurkic and company, and they did not make the playoffs. Tonight means something. It may not mean something for the long haul, but for the short term, it means a hell of a lot. You no, agree? No doubt. Portland is six and six. They just lost at home in back to back games to Memphis and the Nets. Um, those are two bad home losses. Yusuf Nurkic has left early again. Man, we've seen that before. And this to me feels like the Oklahoma City game of it went from, oh, it would be nice to win to, you know what? No, let's stop treating the Nuggets with kid gloves. And let's win this game tonight, and let's go get a win in Portland. Is it is it going to end the season if they lose? Of course not. But would it be a very nice win against a team that is struggling and Yusuf Nurkic is creating problems for? Absolutely. You just said Yusuf Nurkic creating problems. A story emerged over the weekend where Nurkic only played 90 seconds of a fourth quarter, and he got all up and upset on Terry Stotts, left the locker room early post game, did not meet with reporters. He pulled the same stunt time in time again here in Denver, and it was only a matter of time before he pulled that in Portland. So perhaps Nurkic fever is over. Perhaps it's a different kind of fever. I don't know. But this is what happens with Yusuf Nurkic. He is very talented. No one's denying his talent. You just got to deal with a lot of that stuff. Well, last week when we were talking about this topic, I said, you know what? If the Nuggets can take care of business over the weekend, be 8-5, and five, if you go into Portland and get a win and then come back here on Friday and beat New Orleans, if you're 10 and 5 and the Broncos are reeling, you have a chance to, to take over the conversation in this town. And I got yelled at for it. So now that we're here, that feels like it's pretty accurate. Uh, the, the city of Denver could use a boost and a win at Portland tonight. All of a sudden you're 9 and 5, then you beat New Orleans, you're 10 and 5. That's a little bit of a, a buzz going about the the local basketball team. That's a boost this city could use on the sports front. Very much so. I can tell you the crowd Saturday night against Orlando was a pretty vibrant crowd. wasn't sold out, but even Coach Malone recognized afterwards that crowd played a pretty big role. It was cool to see. Now, again, the Nuggets are still in prove-it mode. They just are. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's not an affront. That's not a knock. They just are. Tonight's game is a game where they have to prove it. They have to go to a place where, historically, it's always been hard to win there for any team. However, I look at what Portland's going through the last couple of games, and you're right, HW. They lost to Brooklyn at home. Brooklyn. Okay? This is a winnable game. Mm-hmm. The it feels, it feels like that Thunder game last Thursday. It feels like a game that, from the outside looking in, you're like, man, it would be nice if they could win that to the point now where it's like, no, you know what? You can win this game. Go get a W tonight. Go get the a W difference. and let's spend all week hyping up this New Orleans game, which, by the way, we have 20 pairs of tickets to give away throughout the station uh, all week, including every day on this show. Do we really? Yes. That's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. 20 sets of tickets to that Friday night affair. Hey, the one thing I've noticed about the Nuggets, why I believe they're playing better basketball, it's pretty simple, and I think this applies to every basketball team at every level. It always comes back to guard play. They beat Oklahoma City because Emmanuel Moutier went off. And the guards really won that game for him. Say what you want. Without the guard play, they don't beat OKC. I, uh... against, against Orlando, Jamal Murray. Guard play. 31 points. The young guards, Scott Hastings said this during the game, and he was right on point. They've done a good job of ham and egg in it this season. Both Moutier and Murray. Uh, Murray. One guy, it's Murray. One night, it's Moutier. And they've gone back and forth. They need that to continue. Because without good guard play, you can go to Portland tonight, and if Lillard and McCollum go off and you don't answer, you're going to lose. I don't care what happens with Jokic and Millsap. Your guards have to contribute. I'm just, you know, really glad that Tim Connolly and company listened to me and went with the young guards, not with Jameer Nelson. I mean, look at that exacting change, Vic. Should I not take credit for that one? Is everything about what you said, <laughs> everything. Uh, it comes back to what a you great, said. It was a great decision on their part, though, to just, hey, you got to go with the kids. you got to sink or swim with them. And, and there's going to be nights, even even now, they are not they haven't arrived, and they're still in prove-it mode. There are going to be nights where their young point guards sink. It's well, going yeah, to happen. Again, they're swimming. They're swimming right now. Yeah. But those nights when they sink, you're going to say, what the hell? They need a veteran guard. Uh, it's just, it's human nature. Yeah. But it's long term and in, in, in the long run, this is the better way to go. You, you're, you're learning, uh, you have to learn on the job, whether you're a point guard or a quarterback or whatever. You have to go through the, uh, the dips and learn the hard way. You don't learn sitting on the bench watching Jameer Nelson play. You don't learn holding the clipboard watching Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler play. And we're starting to reap the rewards of those guys. Uh, getting some extended minutes because you're right. The last two games they've won because of Emmanuel Moutier and then Jamal Murray. But That's let's it. let's dive into this a little further, guys. Golden State is going to be the one seed, right? Correct. Houston looks pretty damn good. They'll probably be the two seed. Correct. And they're doing it without Chris Paul, mind you. Right. But after Houston and Golden State, guys, I'm sorry, but the West is wide open. There is a massive, massive opportunity for the Nuggets to not only make the playoffs. But get a three, four, five seed in that range and maybe win a series. I mean, who I, scares you in the West after Golden State and Houston? I still think there's an order there. Uh, HW, I agree. You can go get that three or four seed, but this is a team that outside of Paul Millsap, they have zero playoff experience. Mm-hmm. I think you, you get to the playoffs, it's a different game. So to assume then that you're going to get to the second round just because you're a three seed, that's a big assumption. Getting to the playoffs is one thing. Winning in the playoffs is the next hurdle, and you can't do that in one year. I think it takes a couple years. 
But if you're the three seed, you get home court advantage. You're playing four of the seven games in Denver. I mean, I guess my point is the West is good, but the West is going to be crowded, right? The difference yes. between 42 wins and 48 wins is going to be the difference between a three seed and a seven seed. And the Nuggets have a massive opportunity outside of probably Houston and Golden State to secure a top three seed in the West. What the Nuggets are doing right now, and this is where... Again, I draw the line. What the Nuggets are doing is everything we've expected them to do. We looked at that six-game homestand, right? And we said, okay, which game on that homestand is going to be tough? Which game is going to be challenging? Golden, the Golden State. State game. Yeah. All right, it was the second game of a back-to-back. They lost it. Every other game on that homestand was a winnable game. They surprised me a little bit in the OKC game, to be honest. I think that was a 50-50. They won it. Now, the Orlando game on Saturday, Orlando's coming off a of back-to-back. They played the night before in Phoenix. They were short-staffed. you got to win that game. Nobody's sitting here going rah-rah. They won the game they were supposed to win. Tonight, it's not a game they're supposed to win. That's the next level. That's the mm-hmm. next step. Let me see them win a game they're not supposed to win. I would I would agree with you. Let's start winning those type of games. Um, but by the way, Las Vegas has this game as a uh, pick 'em tonight between the Nuggets and Blazers. So not supposed to win. I'm not sure because the uh, the odds makers say that the Nuggets and Blazers is a coin flip tonight in Portland. Uh, did you guys watch any of the local college teams over the weekend? By the way, the football weekend was a complete and utter disgrace here locally. What the hell happened to CSU? I fell asleep. I fell asleep at 52-38 watching that game because those uniforms that CSU trotted out there were beautiful. I love them. They should be full-time uniforms. I fall asleep at 52-38 with three minutes to play. Three minutes. Wake up in the morning and they lose that game in overtime to Boise State. Unacceptable. I don't know. I don't know what the locals are saying up in Fort Collins, but they can't win a big game up there anymore. Every big game they played this year, they've lost. You know that CSU could be like seven and two right now, easily eight and two, whatever the hell. They could be on track to a pretty damn good bowl game, but they lose big games closely. I was in Boulder for uh, CU USC, and uh, I'm going to hang that loss on Mike McIntyre, and I can tell you after the break. Well, I I don't dispute whatever the hell they were thinking in the first half there on some of those fourth downs yeah. when the game Go was still the it. game. It's fourth and one. Go for it. And then it's 14 nothing with less than a minute left. And you're throwing out routes? Yeah. Just go into the locker room at 14 nothing and figure it out. The pick six right before half. Which that was the death knell. I told the people I was with, this is the wrong thing to do. And it goes to, it turns out to 21 nothing. It's over. But they lost by 14 points. They missed two field goals. They got to the three yard line at the end of the game. They gave up a pick six. It was a winnable game if you don't shoot yourself in the foot. And it, it, it was on Mike McIntyre. Bad decisions not to go forward on fourth down and bad decisions not to just go to the locker room down 14 nothing. That was a winnable game. Say it what was. you want. It they was. could have beaten the Trojans this weekend. Now, now they're stuck. They got a bye week before they face a must win at Utah to become bowl eligible. If the Buffs don't go bowling this year, that's a huge that's a drop off, man. That was unexpected. You gotta be bowl eligible after the rise. You have to. When we come back, it's the Harvester. Former Broncos tight end Joel Dreesen right here on Altitude 950. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on Periscope Live at Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi. Say hi. Hi everybody. We're back after this. Altitude 950.
the new app rolled out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful. Completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcast of the shows. Anything you may have missed. Stream our show. Find podcasts. And listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes store, your Android, Google Play. The Altitude 950 app. Become a millionaire four nights a week when you play Powerball and Mega Millions from the Colorado Lottery. Jackpots start at $40 million and only go up from there. Plus, tickets are just 2 bucks per play. It's time to start dreaming bigger than big. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017, Nissan Altima, MSRP, 24590, VIN 1N4AL3AP9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer doc plus tax time on license offer ends 11 Sip, shop, and savor the season at the Denver Chris Kindle Market near the Clock Tower in downtown Denver. This free European marketplace hosted by the German-American Chamber is open daily through December 23rd. Full details at DenverChrisKindleMarket.com. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans, as general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish, on time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25 has been a very rough drive this morning. There is still an accident clearing northbound approaching Upper Lake Gulch Road. And there is a delay behind a crash northbound I-25 north of Lincoln Avenue. It's clearing off the left two lanes with that accident. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Once you get past that, speed up a bit, but then slow right back down. It's stop and go. Orchard through to University. Washington up through to Alameda. There's a late accident coming in northbound I-25 approaching 6th Avenue. Amazon is hiring in Aurora. This is your last chance to earn extra money this season. Go to Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. That's exactly what the problem is, and that's why everybody's as frustrated as they are because we're, we're too good to go out there and give up 24 points like that on special teams. That's, that's little stuff. That's, that's day one NFL. Like, this is what you, we need you to get your job done. Now, of course, we make mistakes all across the board, offensively, defensively. It goes all hand in hand. But we've been beating ourselves all season. You guys know that. You've seen that. We've been saying that. The turnovers, all of that stuff, it, it hurts. It hurts the team. The list of special team issues for the Denver Broncos last night. The fumbled punt to open things up. Easy touchdown for Brady and company. The kickoff return, which is a rare item in the NFL these days. You just don't see it anymore. The block punt in which Burkhalter basically took... Wait, what's that guy's name? Burkhart? What's his name? Burkhead. Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. Yeah. You saw how quickly he got in there. He basically took the ball off of Riley Dixon's foot. He got it before it hit the foot. That's how fast he was in there. And then, of course, the 12 men on the field, when it's fourth and four, my God, and you can't even stay. That, to me, of all of the special teams issues, 12 men on the field, when you're returning a punt and you have a chance to get the ball back, and granted, the game was over at that point, that, to me, that takes a cake. That takes a cake. That's that That is simply coaching right there. No, no doubt. We can talk to uh, our next guest, Joel Dreesen, about it on the hotline right now. All right, Joel joins us, uh, as he does on a, a weekly basis, the Harvester, former Broncos tied in. Joel, did you turn the game off at any point? Did you uh, did you soldier through that? I watched it from start to finish. I soldiered through, Victor. Well, let's start here. Let's start here, because the, the fellas and I, we've had a lively debate this morning about how to proceed, what to do. And I share their anger. I get it. Everybody wants to to see heads roll. Everybody wants to see the special teams coach get fired. That's not going to happen today, in my opinion. If it does happen, it would shock me. From a guy who spent time in the league, tell us why it's a process and why things don't happen as quickly as some would want to see happen. Well, I mean, like just like life, any good decision should not be based on a bunch of emotion. you got to literally – Evaluate it. Take your time. Digest everything. Everybody is fired up, really frustrated with how the Broncos have been playing, literally, since they lost to the Giants. So to fire Brock Olivio at this point, it doesn't make any sense. Give, give him a chance to correct things. I mean, I, I promise you, nobody is more frustrated than that man was. The, the broadcast kept showing him on the sideline, and my guts inside were turning for him because you, we listen to him speak to the media. We know how much he cares. We can tell how good of a teacher he is. But for some reason, it's not translating to the field. We, we can't forget that this is a first-year head coach, a first-time special teams coach. There's going to be some bumps to this process. Um, I'm not making excuses. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But 
you can't just fire a guy on a whim like that because, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was three huge glaring special teams mistakes, um, four actually, but uh, it's you can't make those kind of decisions in the NFL. All right, well, let me go down the line then. Defensively, they still can't seem to cover the tight end or the running back. They're not even... Hell, they're not going at Harrison to lead, but a few times each game. They're going down the middle of the field to specific positions to uh, to beat the Broncos. Just fire the defensive coordinator. Why not? <laughs> well, look, Joe Woods, I, I, I honestly feel as though this defense would be the defense that we have come to love and know if they were, say the Broncos were 5-3 and three right now. I, I promise you the defense would be playing better if their offense would give them a chance and if their special teams would give them a chance. To me, I saw a team that was ready to play last night. I kid you not. I, I, thought, I, was, I thought Brock was handling the offense well. I thought the defense was ready to go, forcing that Patriots three and out. But bad stuff happened to them. They muffed that punt early, and you could just see the deflation on the sideline. It was, here we go again. Here we go again. We're going to find a way to mess this game up, fall behind early, and we have no chance. And that's literally what happened. So to me, the the defense, they're still good. They're still a championship defense, but they're not playing with any swagger right now because they're behind all the time. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, listen, I mean, I ask you those questions because I know the, I know the answers. I, I think if you're an organization, you make rash decisions like that if you think it's going to exact change right away and you have something to play for. I really believe the Broncos have nothing to play for at this. They're three and six with a five game losing streak. They're not making the postseason. People who seem to think they're going to be able to turn it around and become competitive by the end of the season. We're not watching the same game. So you can hope, you can want, you can, I just think these are issues and decisions that need to be make, need to be made on a long term rationale. You can't make rash decisions now for something that's going to affect and impact the season next year. That's how I look at it. That's why I think nothing's going to happen today. Nothing. Yeah, nor in my opinion should it. And the idea of of the team tanking to get a high draft choice, that is so asinine to me. I saw our guy, Will Peterson, tweet that last night, that they should tank. And I just it, it, I cringe every time I see something like that. This, this is the most competitive sport and business in the world. Like These guys have got to go out and fight and fight every week to try to win ball games. Who cares about draft choices? It's, you know, life is happening right now. They've they got to go win ball games this year. I, I, there's, no, I, I, there's never been a team in the history of the NFL, that, in my opinion, that has purposely tanked for a damn draft choice. All right, somebody on the text line says, five losses in a row does not require more time to figure it out. they got to fire people now. What's your response to that? That's ridiculous, right? It just doesn't make sense. Look, everybody hoped that Vance Joseph was going to come in and pick up right where Gary Kubiak left off or, or be even better. Um, but that's just not how it works, man. You know, he, you can say that he's the leader of men. He, he was so prepared to be a head coach, but there's nothing like it. When you're in that seat, when you're in the driver's seat of that ball club, and it's your voice they're hearing every single day, there's definitely some learning on the job that has to be done. So uh, there's got to be some patience here. John Elway's not going to go nuts and fire anybody, I don't think. I think, look, man, this is just one of those seasons. Like, the Broncos country was due for one of these one of these seasons. It's I mean, not many teams are the New England Patriots where you make the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl every year. It just doesn't happen. doesn't taste right. Speaking of the Patriots, what are your thoughts, by the way? I found this so curious. Martellus Bennett leaves Green Bay, basically forces his way out, gets fired by Green Bay, uh, coming up with that injury, and now he's suddenly cured and, and running down the field like nothing happened. That's a guy, 
He worked the system, didn't he? Oh, man. <laughs> he sure did. He was not going to be punked by the team. He was like, as soon as Aaron Rodgers got hurt, he's like, look, I'm dealing with this. He probably does have a torn rotator cuff, no doubt about that. But he wasn't about to play through a torn rotator cuff for a team that was going nowhere, for a team that wasn't going to make the playoffs. So he literally, I I, I don't like what he did, but I, I'm impressed with how he got himself off a crappy team onto yeah. a good team and is still going to get all his money. Well, I think it's very, you know, it's funny that you say that. I think it's disrespectful to his former Packers teammates. Now, it's a smart move on his account because now he's on a winning team going to the playoffs. He jumped ship after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt, he's still a Packer, no doubt about it. But I just think what what message does it send to his former teammates there? Hey, guys, I really don't care about you. I, I care about me. I'm going to New England later. I mean, it's beyond selfish, but he made no secret about that. After he won the Super Bowl with New England last year, he was basically beating his chest saying, oh, yeah, I can't wait to be a free agent. Teams always overpay for Super Bowl champs. He said that. He was quoted to saying that. So he made it no secret what his agenda was. And he went out, got a nice signing bonus, got paid, was not in a situation to where he wanted to play through an injury, and got himself cut. It's beyond selfish, but he, he played the game. He, so you got to give him props for that. On the list of reasons why the Broncos lost last night, I would put the quarterback position at about eight or nine, which has been, you know, let's be honest, this entire season, that's been like one or two. That's the least of their worries last night. So what do you do now? What do you do? Do you, do you let Brock continue? Do you, do you go to Paxton? I, I see both sides. I really do. I, I would totally welcome seeing Paxton Lynch do his thing. At the same rate, I understand why they would stick with Brock Osweiler. Yeah, honestly, I like, I love watching Brock. You just, you can tell he's learned so much from his time with Peyton, from his, you know, humbling tour of Houston and Cleveland. He's learned a lot. He's tried to fix all of the flaws to his game. Uh, to me, he's a good quarterback. He's a solid quarterback. He could be <laughs> a backup quarterback in this league for, you know, 12 years if he wants. But, uh, Honestly, the Broncos have got to see what Paxton has. If if we keep going through this season and the losses keep piling up, there's no doubt. You've got to give him the reins and see if he can play ball or not. All right. Uh, before we say goodbye, let me bring in HW because you uh, – is HW available? HW, you're the one who tweeted something that the Harvester did not like. What did you tweet exactly? Please address this. That the Broncos should tank. I said it last week that 3-13 and 13 is going to solve their problems a hell of a lot quicker than 7-9, and 6-10, 8-8. and, 10, eight and eight. The best way in the NFL to get better is to hit rock bottom, and the Broncos at this point need to hit rock bottom. The problem is how do you tank, Joel? How do you do it? I mean, I don't think players are willingly going to go half-ass out there. That doesn't happen. No, there's no chance. You can't ask a, 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 a professional football team of competitors to go out there and lose intentionally. You might as well ask them to, to retire or cut their fingers off or, or do something crazy. Uh, I think it's, it's crazy. Tell, tell me how you would coach that up, Peterson. Well, I, I don't think they need to change anything. This coaching staff is working just fine for them losing football games. The best way for them to tank is to not fire anyone for the next seven games. Maybe that's the madness behind it all. Maybe that's why I'm telling you to be calm. <laughs> Let it happen. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't make rash decisions. Maybe they see it that maybe they see the end is near right now. Let it go. Let it happen. I mean, Joel, wouldn't you agree that the number three pick is going to do this team a hell of a lot better than the number 15 pick? Honestly, I think it's a crapshoot. I think if you could get a Vaughn Miller at number three, that would be cool. But then there's also guys like, uh, 
Jamarcus Russell or Brady Quinn. Like those those picks don't always work out. To me, the the draft is not always the answer. The, the top ten picks. I mean, look at it. Fifty percent of them turn out to be studs. Fifty percent of them turn out to be busts. That's just the history of the first round. Sure, but at number three, you at least get your pick of Darnold, Rosen, or Allen. You at least get your pick of which quarterback you want if you're picking behind just Cleveland and San Francisco, two teams that probably won't go quarterback. I I, I like your mentality, but I also understand where the harvester's coming from here. I love Darnold. I love Rosen. I love all those guys. I love Baker Mayfield. We just don't know what they do at the next level. We don't. We didn't know we, we didn't know what Paxton Lynch would do at the next level. We just don't know. That is a a crapshoot. And just us discussing it is a crapshoot. Yeah, I guess my my point is is I've been on teams where you're sitting at three and six and nobody believes in you and it's a it's a chore to go into work and sit through those install meetings on Wednesday morning. But look, man, this is where you find out what you're made of. When your back's against the wall, nobody believes in you. To me, this is a real test for Vance Joseph. If he can get these guys to rally and still find a way to win four, five, six more games, to me, that saves his job. That shows that he knows what the hell he's doing. Well, so far it's not working. Whatever they're doing, getting working. And it was very evident last night. Uh, Harvester, Joel Dreesen, appreciate a few minutes. Thanks, buddy. You guys rock. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Uh, guys, listen, I know you disagree with a lot of what he said, but that comes from a guy that's been inside the game, played the game, and knows how the machinations of the game. It, it's going to take time, man. We want we want rash decisions. We want now. I get, we live in that now world. I just don't think that now is going to solve anything. Hey, I, I like Joel, and I consider Joel a friend, and he's a good dude, but I think Joel is a guy who, frankly, could still be playing. And what, is he a minion? No, is he a minion? He's, in, he's in that player mindset right now of we have to fix it and we have to get this right, and I'm in the mindset from an outsider's perspective of you ain't fixing this. You ain't getting this right. You need to blow this thing up, and you need to nuke it. Again, how, how do you do that, though? What, what, what is the answer there? How do you Manchester tell? Manchester offered answers. You, okay. You fire Mike McCoy. You fire Brock Olivo. You fire Joe Woods. And frankly, you fire Vance Joseph. So, so you, you fire the staff and you finish the season with who? No, I, I wouldn't fire him. I would let him tank this thing to three and thirteen so they get a number three pick. I'm, I'm going to revise my Brock Olivo thing. Don't fire anyone today because they're so freaking bad that if they keep losing, it will be better for them in the long run. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Uh, are we doing sugar fix? Yes, or sir. do we even need? Are we really? We, we're going to go? Okay. We need it. We need it desperately this morning because let's be honest. We are in a bad mood, a foul mood. Mario, you better bring it. This is a big one for you. That's next on Altitude 950. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nugget. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nugget star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. Jokic is a guy where it's, it's a huge disadvantage when he's that far out at the three-point. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Watching a Nuggets play, the first pass will be a great pass. The next guy is not ready. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Before you get the ball, you should know if you're going to shoot or drive the ball before it even comes to you. Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. Attention homeowners, you need to sell that home, don't you? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call because of the following offer he will make. He's got a system, a marketing system that works. It's proven. He's going to sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or 
He'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's 5K cash in the pocket if he can't get the job done. He has the system of marketing, and marketing is the key in this climate to sell homes. 720-900-4433. That's Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. Get a jump on the Colorado winter. Johnson Auto Plaza and Jeep roll out the Black Friday sales event with exceptional rebates and incentives on all new Jeep models. And better, this Black Friday lasts all month long. Hi, I'm Alan Roach. For almost 20 years, I've touted the Johnson way of doing business as best in class. And in those 20 years, the Johnson family has only gotten better at what they do, turning first-time buyers into lifetime customers every day. Jeep provides the vehicles to tame our Colorado a winter capable and elegant the jeep cherokee luxury and sophistication the jeep grand cherokee uncompromising unequaled performance the jeep wrangler shop the entire line of jeeps at johnson auto plaza the most awarded suv line of all time it's your turn to experience the johnson advantage and your turn to leave the winter driving anxieties at home get your new jeep where colorado shops and get it before the snow flies the black friday sales event at johnson auto plaza north of e470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com The Altitude 950 traffic update. Delays continue on northbound I-25 between Castle Pines Parkway and C-470. Catch a break and slow up again. Orchard up through to about Santa Fe. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Southbound I-25 running slow, 58 down to Spear. Catch a break and then you slow right back up again. Santa Fe down to Hamden. Amazon is hiring in Aurora. This is your last chance to earn extra money this season. Go to Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
We're going to hook up with Mark Mosier here at the top of the hour. He uh, has been in Sweden for a week. wonder if he's all tan. We'll talk with Moj he... at 9.15. 9.15 for Moj. Oh, is it 9.15? Yes, sir. Does Moj, did he know that he was in Europe? Well, Keith clearly didn't, so maybe Moj did. If you missed it on Friday, Vic said, yeah, you're in Europe, Kyle. Everyone drinks coffee. And Kyle goes, I'm not in Europe. I'm in Sweden. <laughs> so good. So classic Keith. We're also going to give away these uh, Nuggets tickets for the Nuggets. Is that the Pelicans game Friday night? Yeah, Nuggets-Pelicans late start Friday night. Going to be lit. Manchester's going to be there. Maybe say Dude, hi I have Dude, I have a trivia question I will ask at the end of the sugar fix. Okay? For the Nuggets so, tickets? Yeah, so three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. I know I just sprung that on you, but three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. You're gonna want to know the digits when I ask this question. Uh, before we get into the sugar fix, two things that happened during the game that made me laugh. All right, because most of the game made me cry. Two things that made me laugh, and you laugh now because nobody really got hurt. Did you see the pass that Brock Osweiler threw out of bounds that pegged that guy right in the face? Did you guys see that by chance? Yes, it drilled that dude. <laughs> oh, my God. If that is two inches south, it breaks that poor guy's nose. Now, mind you, after the game, I went looking for that guy. I wanted a one-on-one with that guy. I wanted to know, dude, did you even see that thing? Obviously, he didn't. Did you Did you know it was coming? Oh, my God, did that look like it hurt. That's number one. Number two, what was going on in the end zone late in the game when Dion Lewis caught the Kickoff, did not kneel, handed the ball to the ref, and the ref handed it back. Shouldn't that have been a safety? The ref's not supposed to be handing the ball back to a yeah, player. He shouldn't have caught it to begin with, and then he shouldn't have handed it back to him as well. So ref's part of the field. That much I know. Like, if you throw the ball, if the ball hits a ref, it's part of the field. So you got to just play it like it hits a, a piece of grass or whatnot. So the ref should have just let it hit him, Correct. and then he proceeds. But it, I mean, it, it didn't matter, obviously, at that point in the game. That but yeah, it was over. it was bizarre. Game was over. All right, Mario, bring us some sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woohoo! Sugar slam. Shake that. <laughs> Marty, I saw you at the uh, Nuggets game Saturday night. Was that you and your lovely wife? That's right. That was me and my wife. Very nicely done. You're really embracing this Denver thing, man. I feel like you go to every single Nuggets game. That's great. I've been to a few this year. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. Good for him. Dude, I could could see why you took her name. Man, (laughs) I didn't take her name. I might hyphenate it, though. What do you think? Well, I I would. Goodness gracious, Marty. Oh, make you uncomfortable. What's your last name? Oleshewish, and it would be Oleshewish Stevenson, which yeah. would add about 50 characters to my... Uh, I wouldn't be able to tag myself in anything on Twitter. James, if you had seen what I saw, you'd uh, you'd totally acknowledge why he took a week off post-wedding. <laughs> it's all starting to make sense. Trust huh? me. All right. Go on, Marty. Okay, so we had uh, we had two A-listers with the birthday this weekend. So now to that, let's play a little Whose Life Would You Want? Uh, first contestant, Ryan Gosling, turned uh, 37 today. Who's in a, a lot of movies, married to uh, Eva Mendez. Second contestant, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. I think Leo's a little crazy. I think he's sort of like, you know, one of those child actors turned crazy. Got a great life, though. Uh, Gosling, I'll take his life because he can dance. I saw it in La La Land. He's a very good dancer. Did you see Leo in The Great Gatsby? 
Also a good dancer. And he could good dance, point. too. I'm going yeah. Leo here, but you, you really can't lose. I mean, yeah. either life would be pretty nice. Yeah, I'd draw Kate Winslet. That's but fine. I, but I'm taking Leo just but because he's got a he's got a Oscar. That's true. Did okay. he, what did he get the Oscar for? Didn't he win one for the movie where he just screamed at all the Wall Street people? No, it was the the, the Revenant. The Revenant. Revenant. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, that was a weird movie. Wolf of Wall Street was really good. It went on about 45 minutes it too did. long. It did. It's like, I got it. There, there was debauchery. Yeah. We don't need a fourth cocaine yeah. snorting scene. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There are more F-bombs in Wolf of Wall Street oh. than Doug Moe's sideline antics, man. That's... Uh, so Jimmy Kimmel turns 50 today. You guys into the Jimmy Kimmel late night show? Or which, uh, which late night show do you guys I watch? like Jimmy Kimmel. I think he's funny. I don't I really do. watch any of them anymore. But yeah, me funny. neither. I, I I no longer watch as much as I used to when I did the uh, late night newscast. But Jimmy's, he's very good. He started slowly and really picked it up. He's I, nice. You know, like he, he, he kind of plays the Leno role. Colbert kind of plays the Letterman role. Of he's a little bit more, you know, kind of biting humor. Uh, but I tend to like Kimmel's show more. You know, I kind of gravitate toward nice. At this day, 2008, Rockies trade Matt Holiday to the A's for Houston Street, Greg Smith, and some dude named Carlos Gonzalez. Mm. Good trade. Very good trade, especially since the Rockies were forced into that trade, knowing full well that Holiday wanted out. You know, how many times are you forced into a trade and you get what you want out of it? No, it was a good trade. It was probably Dan O'Dowd's best trade. Because he made a lot of really bad trades in his tenure. Here's hoping we look back in five, six, seven years at the Matt Duchesne trade and say, you know what? Good trade. They didn't, and, and they were kind of backed into it and made a good trade. So let's, let's hope it, history repeats itself. Just watch that Gerard kid skate, and I can tell you right now, it's a great trade. That kid can skate. That I mean, kid's going to be good. I'm with you. It's crazy that they got Gerard. He already has teammates raving about him. So even Duchesne for Gerard, I would have been Hell. happy with. And by the way, they got six other pieces. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Uh, sticking with hockey here, 2012, Joe Sackick is inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. How many Hall of Famers do the Avs have? Well, you got Sackick, Wall, Patrick, Borg, Forsberg. Forsberg. Forsberg made it. And that's that it. Four right there. But Might be the only four. A lot of them may predate the Avs when they were Nordiques, but of the Avs, those are the only ones that come to mind. Adam Foot? I mean, he 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 has a case. Not I, sure. I guess I'm not versed very well on the Hockey Hall of Fame, but See, Adam Marty, Foot had a long Marty, career. Marty didn't do his due diligence. Mm-hmm. If you bring something like that up, you better have a list of guys that are in the hall. Yeah. Right. Hey, lesson lesson learned. Got it. Okay, this one's pretty interesting. 1899, the National League announces they'll start using two umpires starting in the year 1900. Can you, can you imagine just having one umpire to wow. a major league baseball game? Ah, uh, you know, I think you could get away with it. Yeah, my beer league softball has one umpire. We're fine. Yeah, yeah you guys are good. Yeah. That Different. replay covers everything else. You know, that's almost as asinine as what you see in soccer now. World, you watch a World Cup soccer game and they have one, one ref. The other guy are linesmen. One ref who runs the entire field. Usually a guy in his 50s who's out of shape. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Most of them are in shape. But running the entire field for 90 minutes? Hey, guys, add another freaking ref. Make it easier on yourself. It's not that hard. Uh, 1952 was when four umpires were instituted for every game. That seems like overkill. Uh, Six umpires seems like overkill. Yeah, two would have been fine. All right, so I know Vic's got some trivia after this for uh, for Nuggets tickets, but this one's just for you guys. So in honor of the Magic being in town last weekend, um, they are one of four teams in the NBA without an S at the end of their nickname. Can you guys name the other three? Heat. Heat. Magic. Uh, Jazz. 
Jazz. Jazz. Good one. Good one. There's four? There are four. Well, we have three of the four. If you give us another 30 seconds, I guarantee oh, we'll get it. Man. It's Thunder. Kind of, oh, good. Thunder. Wow, we got good. it. Well done. I thought that was going to take a little longer, so we got uh, 12 seconds to just burn here. We're professional mm-hmm. broadcasters, Marty. That's right. You guys are good. So that's all you done? I mean, I mean, yeah, it's Meta World Peace's birthday if yeah. you want to want to get into that oh, a little thanks. bit. Appreciate we're going to go brawl in the stands. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. where you were when that happened? The Malice in the Palace? Mm-hmm. Yes. I was on Bourbon Street. Really? Mm-hmm. Broncos played a, the uh, Saints that weekend. It was a Chubbies. <laughs> Don't know why I remember that. But well, are we doing this trivia question here after we reset? Yeah, trivia question right here. You ready? Yeah. 303-753-0950 for a chance to win a pair of Nuggets tickets to Friday night's game, Nugs and Pelicans at Pepsi Center. Tell me, for those who listen to the show, thank you, loyal listeners. We appreciate all of you. Tell a friend or a thousand. Tell me in which city our good friend Marty O got wedded. What city hosted his matrimony? First answer on the line, 303-753-0950. You're going to the Nuggets game. We're back after this.